0: became a raven
1: your art matters that's what got me here
0: the let's go let's go ravens on three one two three
2: ravens! hello and welcome to the ravens a one
1: tree hill podcast i'm simon and i love one tree hill i'm dom and i've seen 41 episodes of one tree hill
3: i'm lex and i've seen one tree hill far too
1: many times and tonight's (laughs) episode for debate
2: is season two episode 19 i'm wide awake it's morning i don't know if there's a question mark at
3: the end of
2: it keeping up appearances my half brother my half brother keeping up with the joneses Danny Glover. I'm fooling myself.
0: How you doing, boozy?
2: I'm fooling myself. thought oh, I smelled something. Oh,
1: that's gay. And I think it's coming from you. She always backs down. Karen, throw a pet. Tell Lucas he's a little
0: shit. And stick with it. Yeah, you're talking what you,
2: Pooh. I need a doctor! I don't know, you would be off somewhere battling wearing a dress when do you plan to start living
3: you know, like the person you've become then do something about it because no one's gonna do it for you
2: so my friends welcome to the high flyers club <laughs> Ray-bye. Ray-bye. this is for my mom
1: Ravens are free yeah once you free Start your engines. Nate's Uncle Cooper's in town and decides to cheer Nate up by taking him and Lucas out for some professional driving lessons. The fun, however, comes to a crashing stop after a tragic left turn. Or was it a right?
2: So, hello and welcome to the Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast, where it is always 10.30 at night, so it's time to grab the snacks from the sweet cupboard, move on upstairs and settle in, as tonight's episode for debate is Season 2. Episode 19, I'm wide awake, it's morning. Dom, we are here, but we are not alone, but before we get to that, because I always do this to you Dom, I I leave you in the corner, I'm coming to you
1: first my man, Dom, how are you my man? I'm I'm very well, very well thank you, It's, it's so nice to be back, I feel like we haven't actually done a podcast for... It feels like months, but it is a long time. It is a very long time. And the watch-alongs as well. We've missed missed a few of those. You know, I I wasn't available. You weren't available. Now we're both available. It's wonderful.
2: We're back like we never left. But but we're full throttle into a wall, if you know what I'm saying. Nathan style. (laughs) Speaking of people that go full throttle with podcasts. Lex and Matt's Excellent Adventure. The River Court, a One Tree Hill podcast, potentially you could argue helped spawn and inspire this podcast. But then we came in and just blew every One Tree Hill podcast out of the water. <laughs> Sophia Bush, Hillary Burton, and Bethany Joy Lens, how dare you step onto our turf? This is where we live. This is where we die. I... <laughs> I'll die behind this mic before I go number two. I'm joking. Lex also, most famously now. And we have to say, Capeside Chats, Dawson's Creek podcast. Lex, how are you doing?
3: I'm pretty good. Yeah. It's like afternoon here, so when you're like, it's 10.30 and wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I do a double take. Yeah. Well, but yeah, I'm good.
2: Tell us about your podcasting thing. So the River court, if people don't know... Is There's a back catalog. It's out there. It's uh, one of my favorite podcasts. It's the podcast that famously got me into podcasts in general and into podcasting. Uh, so there's like 60 or so episodes of that available. Get involved. It's awesome. Uh, but tell us about your current podcasting.
3: So my current podcast, uh, well, one of my current podcasts, my main weekly one is Lex and Matt's Excellent Adventure, which is a podcast where we discuss <laughs> pop culture, things as Simon is plugging right now. Uh like pop culture news and what's going on in our lives. I discuss that with my best friend Matt Peters. So that's my one current podcast. My second current podcast I actually host with Simon, which is a mini series, uh covering Dawson's Creek. So we're we'll we're in season 2 now of that.
0: And
3: which is is
2: episode? it's like a different structure. So that's
3: yes.
2: one ep- one episode per season. And it's spawning new mini-series that we're hosting on our channel. So Dom is is the man that's promoing this at the moment online, but the Mighty Ravens movies, TV, props, and conversations is our second channel that is housing all of our other podcasts, so the Mighty 90s, which is your favorite your favourite, our favourite, everyone's favourite movies from the 90s. <laughs> and we have Mad Props, looking at people's props, Conversation With, How We Would Have Written It, Capeside Chats, the Dawson's Creek Podcast is is home over there. And Beyond Farpoint, Dom, is also going to take this similar structure, right? Tell us about that.
1: Yeah, we're going to do every an episode for each season. So I... I am I'm on season four, so I'm I'm like well caught up. Mm-hmm. But Simon is is really going to go for it and is going to plow through season one. And we have a plan to introduce my friend Lee, who is uh, my Star Trek oracle, <laughs> and uh, and get an episode of each season done. So uh, the the project hasn't been you know fully kicked to the curb. It's going to be reignited, but in a slightly different format, which I'm really excited about. What I am now thinking. Is I should do a podcast with Matt? Mm.
0: Yes,
2: he, <laughs> yes. Likes, he likes. I was going to say he he, he? he
3: he does like Star Trek, so maybe he could do an episode of that or something. I don't know. He he loves yeah. Star Trek. Yeah,
1: I'll uh, I'll reach out at some point. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and see what we can get on the drawing board at least. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. We
2: we need to at some point do. Like the, i was thinking about this the other day so how we would have written it is uh is a new uh, show that we've we've done two episodes of but uh something that dom and i loved when we were growing up and i lex i know that you do as well from you know seeing things on like on your instagram and stuff but the teenage mutant ninja turtles and i know that ryan uh, who yeah co-hosted uh the river Court with you has turtle soup which is a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles podcast I was thinking we could do a how we would have written it like you know the Michael Bay turtle movies that they messed up like Mm -hmm. like the modern version we could we could pitch our own and then we could uh you know bring in bring in Ryan for that if he was interested in his 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 co-host on from Turtle Soup as well and Eric and you Lex um and then if we could come up with an idea where we could bring Liz and Michelle in as well (laughs) <laughs> that'd be awesome we need to find what would that be there needs to be something that we could all have a i don't you know...
0: know i those
3: boys are really into the teenage mutant ninja turtles and i'm like cool <laughs> like i am kind of on the side like yeah this is a boy thing okay like i've been on the show a few times but i'm i'm like wow okay they're super
0: into this
1: <laughs> i've already got an answer for how i would rewrite the teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle films, the Michael Bay ones. It's uh, edit out the turtles, chuck in some Transformers, and leave the turtles the work fuck alone. Ooh. Thank you very much. Let's move Shots on. Shots fired.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know. That has my vote. <laughs> I
2: why I, I my favorite iteration is the 1990 version where it's like in, like the uh, you know people in in suits. They need to bring that back. Like CGI. My wife and I were watching Aquaman the other night for the first time. Is on Netflix here, and it was good. We were enjoying it, but then it's just like, but these aren't real sharks. These aren't real seahorses. R- build an actual massive seahorse dragon and make someone ride it underwater. Like, let me know some effort went into this. Yeah, okay, there was effort, green screen, and motion capture. But come on." come on someone build something get the jim henson company involved let's build some shit
3: i i don't disagree with that i like what star wars the recent star wars films have done which is like the mixture of the two and i know jurassic park was the first one to do that where they they mixed real with cgi um i think that's the best of both worlds personally
2: I actually have uh, words to say. I forgot to mention this last time I spoke to you, Lex. But I was listening to one of your episodes the other day of Lex and Matt, and Matt was taking shots at Jurassic Park. Dom, Mm. what the fuck? (laughs) <laughs> and you want to do a podcast what, with this man, Dom? How dare you! What, what,
1: what kind of? Show? I, that's I what I don't. I don't remember.
3: Yet. I literally. I think I forget our podcast as soon as we finish recording. Like I'm just like <laughs> that's done. Bye.
1: He
2: was saying that <laughs> it was. Uh, I think it was a bit of a stupid idea in terms of like. A oh story, yes. Like the script. Yeah,
3: yeah, and I was like yelling at him. I do remember this now. Yeah, because I was the- just like, really really they're going to come after jurassic park i wasn't happy with it at all
1: maybe my podcast with him is just titled how matt was wrong this week <laughs> he would love that yeah it like say do i not do that
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Actually, yeah that's pretty that's pretty much it was yeah it? <laughs> i won't take that idea
2: well let's let's move into some some one tree hill things so uh Firstly, Lex, you like to join us on episodes with um people in hospital, right?
3: Yeah. I mean what well, that happens a lot on the show. <laughs> so <laughs> I I mean, yeah. We've got it's really got, yeah. all like a ruse to talk about the American healthcare system and how terrible it is. That's that's my ultimate goal here. Yeah.
1: I think last time we were we were crowdfunding, crowdsourcing, if just in case you needed yeah. any sort of procedure yeah. to get you either over here for it or yeah, or better 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 healthcare over there.
3: That is still the case in America, <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: unfortunately. <laughs> well, uh, so the last episode you joined us on was "I Shall Believe," which I think was episode fourteen of season one. I could be wrong, but I'm, I'm that was when certain, Lucas was right.
3: in the hospital, right? Like mm, in the fro- coma.
2: Thank from god. a car from a car crash right yep. so we got that was one brother now you come back to finish off the other brothers so.
3: <laughs> this is actually like a gritty cars reboot like yeah. <laughs> they're just like they're sentient and trying to kill <laughs> lucas and nathan yeah
1: and oh my god that, that's a better how we would have written it. <laughs> i love that yeah that's, that's so good cars if they were evil <laughs> <laughs>
2: And Dom, we didn't get to watch this one live with you, which was uh, the first, you know, in a long time. So I didn't actually get to see your reaction. So I'm interested. I'm always interested to hear hear what you have to say, of course, but I'm really interested because I didn't get to see. I can usually gauge whether you thought it was a good episode or not from your facial expressions.
1: I enjoyed the, I I like to hear what you have to say. Of course, Eye roll. That was quite funny. (laughs) They didn't know um, there was
2: an eye roll, Dom.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, God, I'm so sorry. Uh, what I'm really upset by is that we didn't get to watch this together because um, about a quarter into the episode, I, I knew what was going to happen. Yeah. I predicted it. I, I It was so obvious, so you obvious. You mean a car crash. Like, uh, uh, The fact that literally I sort of thought to myself, I wish I'd recorded it and done, like, an old prediction video like I used to do mm-hmm. because I, I literally paused it and thought to myself... He's gonna have some sort of Haley flashback, hit a wall and lose a hand or something. Yeah, <laughs> you know, just, this is this is what's gonna Basketball happen. Basketball you know? careers he's be, over
2: one hand, Nathan. Yeah,
1: basically, he's gonna be Luke Skywalker out of this. You know, I'm trying <laughs> that, that was to think my initial feeling.
3: If I saw it coming, I mean,
1: I he didn't. <laughs> hey, Yeah. <laughs>
3: no, I mean I I was trying to think if like this episode surprised me or whatever. Um back but it's been so long that I can't really remember.
1: That that bit really didn't surprise me, but there's some there's actually some really good performances in this episode. And uh one in particular that I was very impressed with and it sort of win, wins the episode for oh, me. I
2: hope it's the same as what I'm thinking. I
1: I <laughs> I I watched... It never is <laughs>
2: i watched this episode uh when live i watched it with uh with with the patrons the fam and then but that was a that was a good few weeks ago and then this morning when my son was taking his like morning nap it was my opportunity to watch you know the 45 minutes undisturbed and i actually thought oh i can feel the barrage of fruit that's about to be thrown my way i thought <laughs> It's actually a good opportunity to watch a bit of Dawson's Creek. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I threw that on. But then I watched this again while I was uh cooking this evening and I had to pause at one point, like my chopping and go over to my phone where it was and just stand there and just weep like a like a um like a sad sad, you know, early thirties man, um, child that I am.
3: Wait, you cried during this episode?
2: No, you cried. <laughs> of course he cried.
3: I think oh, I'm I know sorry. Are we not allowed too? to have
2: emotion here? I think I know all...
3: what scene it was. I think I know the exact thing that got you because it was a thing that got me too where I was like, oh, like I forgot how good this performance was. Which...
2: Yeah, it was when they were talking about whether Tony Yayo was in jail or not. And yeah. I was like, he is in jail <laughs> and it's sad. So <laughs> 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 now I, I'm hoping that we're all talking about the same performance because I feel like we could be.
0: I don't Dom?
2: know. What now. <laughs> Dom? are we? Are we? Okay. Well, before we get into the episode, because I don't want to forget, and I've been forgetting for a minute, let's do some Patreon outs We normally do this at the end, but let's do it at the beginning because you know you people here. I'm about to call out and our existing patrons. Your support means so much to us. It's overwhelming, it's humbling, and uh, we're just so grateful that, that you guys enjoy our content. So, coming in at Junior Varsity, we have Lane. Lane, you just
1: became a raven.
2: Coming in at Junior Varsity, we have Kelly! Kelly! You just became a raven. Coming in at junior varsity, we have Lisa. Lisa, uh, you just became a raven. Coming in at junior varsity, we have Maria. Maria, you just became a raven. I knew you was going to do that. I don't know. How.
3: <laughs> Enjoyed that. That's my middle name, so I was like, "Ooh, God, That's of spicy." Oh nice.
1: Fine. you can you can keep that. One. Yes. Give us
2: Maria one more time. <laughs> Maria.
0: <laughs> mm, nice.
2: okay now coming in at junior varsity a but before you do this dom we need to have words a if you're listening you joined the patreon appreciate it thank you grateful um and then a few hours later you left the patreon no problem we understand maybe you listened to what you needed to listen to and then you went then we dropped something else, and then, hey, guess what? You joined the Patreon again. And then a couple of hours later, you left again. Now, I'm unsure of your motives. Dom? Comments? I mean, I suppose you didn't expect me to call out stuff Is like this on Is she not a patron
3: podcast. right now? Is she currently a patron?
2: No, she cancelled again.
3: Why are you giving her a shout-out?
2: Well, we're not. We're questioning her motives right now on the podcast. Oh
1: my god. This is, this is slightly different to a shout out. This is a call out. We're calling you out. We want to find out what the hell is going on. Okay. <laughs> well, this
3: isn't my podcast, so I can can join in and be like, that's fucked up. <laughs> that's that's that I can I can say that, right? That's fucked up. Yeah. Of At course. least god, okay. Here's my stance on this. Real quick. Soapbox. Okay. Um stay on it for one month. Pay once. Pay five dollars whatever your your tier is two two dollars pay two freaking dollars and then you can download your stuff and then leave give two dollars come on don't do that
0: that sucks
2: (laughs) so dom does she get a shout out maybe she should get it twice because she joined twice or is that not how that works
1: (laughs) she gets uh you just became a
2: That's it. We want to hear from you, Emea. Please. We want to know. Look, maybe there's an <laughs> issue. Maybe something went wrong. Maybe it was a banking thing. We're not in it for the money. We're in it for the well, love. The
3: once is, is not like a big deal. It's the twice that makes me go, I don't
0: know.
2: Yeah. On the day that we release something as well. The mm-hmm. patron.
1: Yeah. Well. Well. What I we need to do is put a little surprise one out put like a surprise patreon thing up that's just for her (laughs) I'm like we got you (laughs) well you're
0: reading this (laughs) yeah (laughs) well we've
2: got we've got more we've got a few more coming in at Hall of Fame Katie Katie you just became a raven also coming in at Hall of Fame Hayley
1: Haley I hope you're a better Haley than Haley in the season. You just became a raven. And last but not least, coming in at Hall of Fame, Imogen. 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 You just became a raven.
2: Thank you, everybody. All of our patrons, all of our listeners. If you're on Patreon, you're not on Patreon. We get it. You know, it's uh, not everyone is in the position to be able to support in that way. And you can support in any way, just listening, rating, reviewing, all of that stuff. We appreciate you all, so thank you very much. Uh, Let's move in to this episode. Lex, as our guest, which character would you like us to begin with?
3: I mean, this is like a Nathan episode, right? Mm
0: -hmm. Agreed?
3: Like, Mm. it is... Nathan's episode. So I guess we could just get into Nathan and then go from there. I don't know. Okay. Would you guys agree that it's like Nate this is like Nathan's episode? Even though there's bigger stuff going on around him, like there or there's big things with like Andy and everything like that. I I would argue it's it's really about Nathan.
1: It it feels like a very Nathan centric mm-hmm. episode. What I love, what I completely love about this is is how different people think to me because i would go this is a nathan centric episode let's get all the other shit out of the way first <laughs> and then we'll get to him um but what i uh, love yeah. is that everyone does the complete opposite and go let's talk about the main event i'm like okay yeah. let's do that
3: <laughs> no that that makes sense too i can see it either way um yeah
1: even though i just refer to it as let's get all the other shit out of the way yeah yeah
3: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's it's either or it's let's save all the shit for later or let's get yeah. all the shit out of the way. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Same difference.
2: It's a good, good view. Yes. some of that other shit is so good in this episode. <laughs> this is so a good, good episode.
3: I forgot what episode it was. I have messaged Simon like three times <laughs> over the course of a couple of weeks, being like, "Hey, hey, what's the name of the episode again?" I forced to just watched it this morning. I didn't. I picked this, but I couldn't remember which one I picked. Like I had gone through lists. No, because you were saying, "Hey, I want you on season two which I appreciate. Thanks for having me on, guys. And uh, then I was like, oh, this, I like this episode a lot. I think I probably picked it for the uh, music alone.
1: Uh, I thought you picked it because you're a big NASCAR fan.
3: My brother is a huge NASCAR fan. And <laughs> when I was visiting him uh, a couple of weeks ago, him and his family, um, he was like turning on NASCAR at night. And I was like, I just... And it's bad because I'm like crashing into the wall. Like, like that's, <laughs> that's the most interesting thing, right? Like they get the most interesting thing that the guys going in circles can do on One Tree Hill. So, yeah.
1: I mean, I have to admit, I know nothing about NASCAR. I know nothing about the culture, other than it is huge. It's massive. It's yeah. like it's close to religion. That's that's what I'll say. But what I don't understand is like formula one can be boring as shit can't it yes sometimes it's really interesting but it can be so fucking boring but at least there's different turns and and stuff to like break and think about this is just a big oblong yeah there are (laughs) different there
3: are different um like venues that they race in or whatever that i guess i I don't know I, i agree with you that formula one is more interesting to
1: watch (laughs) <laughs> is but still boring as shit right. it is, it is, i mean
2: forgive me if i'm wrong but from like pop culture and things that i've seen is nascar not sort of just like hillbilly nba i know that down as a bit yes. to edit out shall i chris yeah? is not okay.
0: gonna chris is
3: not gonna listen to this i don't care chris your sport is stupid and if he did listen to it he would be like yeah that sounds about right yeah,
1: uh, twenty three uh, minutes
3: and thirty so one. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's you know what I, I you know what I consider it. It's a uh, light beer like it's a Bud Light sport like you're just kind of like this is America redneck you know culture incarnate. They've done things to try I, I to make you, it better, like they banned the Confederate flag
2: oh god okay. okay then i'm completely fine with my comment Like, <laughs> <laughs> they had the confederate flag there
3: oh my god every every race they would have the confederate flag like
2: oh fuck that shit they're no, everywhere no, e- down no here. editing's happening there's
3: here there's probably some a couple doors down from me like a confederate flag like a... yeah they're everywhere Whoa. i live That's in the south southern, and southern states assholes. kind of thing isn't it yeah yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> but okay is so, it forgive my ignorance uh or yeah. naivety about this like when when it comes to uh, american culture mm-hmm. but is there any way to interpret a confederate fat flag that isn't racist
3: so they try to claim and i used to get in arguments about this in high school <laughs> i went to high school in the south so people would have like wallets of confederate flags and like yeah it's a whole thing They'd be like, it's my heritage. And I'm like, okay, well, your heritage is being a racist loser, like, and a traitor to your country. Congratulations. (laughs) I mean, it's, it's just weird. Here's Abraham Lincoln. I mean, (laughs) like, I I just, I don't understand. Like, it is truly just losers. Like, they lost and they wanted to uphold, like, keep slaves. Why why if that is your heritage why are you celebrating it? That's mm. a shitty part of your heritage.
1: Fuck your heritage. Yeah, yeah Seriously. that's crazy.
2: That's crazy. I mean we we have to it's not like we're sitting over here Scot free, you know, our our history is colonialism and, you know, pillaging and oh, ours stealing is too. from, yeah. you know, and yeah. and that's exactly we we of course ashamed of it. But you have to uh, address it and let it, and because it is what it would be disrespectful not to. Like that is what happened, and that is an atrocity, and we have to learn as a world to not do this stuff and to, you know, support each other and you know, all, you know, all of the other stuff. So, right. so yeah, NASCAR, that's...
3: I will, I will give NASCAR credit. They have been moving in a better direction as far as that is concerned. You can't, you know have your confederate flag at nascar races apparently now um but to me like it's it's like being in germany and flying you know the nazi like the nazi flag like no this is terrible they did terror like it's a terrible part of our history that mm-hmm. should be confined to museums and history books Like you should learn about it you know if you have it in a museum in the same way that like you have a nazi flag up there and you're going hey this is what this was and then you give full context of it i'm not going to get angry about that because you know you have to know history but yeah
2: that's learning so that history doesn't repeat yeah. itself that's it's using exactly. it as a, as a point as an example of look how uh barbaric people were and how exactly. stupid and whatever yeah. and look how far we've come obviously you know so yeah so crazy well who knew who yeah knows?
0: so
3: i mean they didn't do that in this episode though
2: <laughs> there's nothing <laughs> one there's Tree
3: nothing didn't like go that. down but that But if you part. go to wilmington you will i mean wilmington's a little bit more of a city so you might not see as much of them but you probably will see confederate flags in the area because it is a part of the south
2: mm, that's crazy
3: racing as well like racing is a big deal so i i'm actually glad that they incorporated this because if you go into the carolinas like There are a lot of racing fans, just like there are a lot of basketball fans, football fans, you know, like it's a very American thing, at least like NASCAR is in a very American thing, like our basketball, you know, everything like that.
1: I'm going to I'm going to put positivity out there right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say by 2025, when we visit and we're doing our, you you know, mass Mm -hmm. podcast journey through Wilmington, you'll be there, Lex. Yes, of course. uh, That that won't be a thing we can walk around anywhere in carolina and there won't be confederate flags yeah. and there won't be scumbag assholes well you know putting it out there now if
3: anyone can fix racism it's the three white people here right now discussing <laughs> yes <time. laughs> we fixed it guys we did it
1: does, does my hispanic heritage help? <laughs> anyway?
3: yeah oh that's right i'm sorry Dom. There we go. i'm sorry to rope you in with us we're terrible <laughs> No, I don't claim it. I do not claim
1: it. (laughs) Let's move away from these two as quickly as possible. (laughs) I
2: I hate being white. I (laughs) (laughs) wow. I really do. I really do. I mean I've got my I've got my own whole thing with it. I mean, we spoke about it. Uh, well, not about my hatred of my own race, but um, we spoke about it in terms of uh, when I gave the medal back, you know, and, and sort of yeah. what that represented. That was in a British great Empire discussion, by the way.
3: I loved that. On the oh,
2: podcast. thank you. I, I think i'm i'm hoping that wasn't around the time there was a there was a time near that sort of time period where people were like Could you just talk a bit more about one tree hill could you just get into it a little bit quicker i'm hoping that that was sorry before guys before that <laughs> no <laughs> but uh yeah i mean i mean i i will say this i feel way way more way 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 more uncomfortable when i'm in a room full of only white people than i am uh, i feel much more comfortable in a room that is you know mixed uh ethnicities and uh yeah. culture and everything i feel always super nervous when i'm around just all white people because i'm like i don't want to hear some stupidity and it almost feels yeah. like do you know what I mean when there's like They
3: will spe- say something. Like if you're like if you're listening to this and you're wondering like will white people say something racist if I'm yeah, like they like a lot of times there's gonna be one of them who's gonna say some stupid shit, you know?
2: Well and like, Dom, you can you can attest to this from a uh from a football fan standpoint, I always get nervous um like going to like football games and stuff um and in fact there was one meaning a- soccer
3: in your like in yeah yeah terms,
2: right? okay yeah yeah and dom and i support the same team uh which is a east london team and i, I want to get was- i want to
3: get like you have all of your sports merch i want to get like a hat of your team because you have all of your random like you were wearing a cubs you were wearing like a cubs jersey or something i was like oh you're a cubs fan you're like no i just like american sports i want to do the same thing
1: but for british sports
2: i will send you a west we'll, ham we'll shirt. make that happen yeah
1: yeah no cricket no cricket stuff crickets bullshit. <laughs> <Best> <laughs> facts cricket is <laughs>
2: trash and but but you know the sport we hate most on this podcast rugby why dom because it's for wankers <laughs>
1: It is for wankers fuck off rugby. (laughs) This is
3: so aggressive.
1: I love it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We haven't even got to watch real yet. Firstly, to
2: any of our (laughs) new listeners that have come over from drama queen searching, welcome. (laughs) But wait, okay. let me just tell no. this quick story, right? Yeah, yeah. So um we I so I I had a season ticket and I was going with my dad and it was kind of my dad's really into into football and into West Ham, like more than I am. I'm sort of doing it in in a way to appease him and spend time with my dad and whatever. So like nice moments. Anyway, we're sat and there's always every game, every week, there's different people sat next to us because that ticket must be I don't know, regular tickets or Whoever has that ticket is selling their ticket every week. Um, and one week we have someone, uh, there's someone that sat next to us and they're speaking so loud and it's so annoying because trying to watch the game, trying to talk to my dad, so loud. And I thought I heard the guy next to me say something racist about one of the players. And I was like getting really angry in my internal, in my head. And I'm like, I'm like going through where the barrier is like as in he's not talking to me so do i have a right to say something and i'm like but i can hear him i can hear this bullshit so i do have a right to say something because it's entering into my atmosphere and i'm like "Mm, i'm maybe i'm in the middle of you know sixty thousand people of which west ham has a history and films and movies about the hooliganism and fighting that comes with it i mean there's a film about elijah wood almost getting beat to death by being a i West know what you are talking
3: about yeah i know i know what movie you're talking about and i i would not fuck with them like those people freaking <laughs> out no i was the, thinking the
1: that green street elite <laughs> yeah
3: yeah i was thinking about like how scary like soccer fans are <laughs>
2: Well that's that's actually <laughs> about our team. That's like, coincidentally. It's like known as the most violent t- Not that we do any of that stuff, but
1: we're nowhere nowhere near as bad as Millwall. Definitely not. <laughs> Millwall are just insane. They're they're the first football team that that like booed the kneeling as well. Oh, oh yeah. I hate that. So they can they can Millwall can get
2: fucked. Yeah. yeah. Hate them. Fuck you, Millwall. Hate them
1: with a passion. Yeah. Fuck email.
2: Well, so, but but I'm thinking, well, I was like, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to say something. I'm just going to politely be like, hey, man, if you're going to say this stuff. Can you just just say it somewhere else or just save it till you're not around me, at least, or around whatever, whatever. Um, and then my dad passes me the program, right? The program's like, you know, that, that gives you all the data, the information about who's playing in the teams and whatever. And I look and the word that I thought they were saying that I thought was like a racist slur was the name of one of the players on the other team they were just talking about the player so i just i could have had this whole thing berating someone and i would have just been completely in the wrong because i just was mishearing so it was oh, that very... would
3: have made the story so much funnier though like, if you got your ass beat, because...
1: <laughs> Lex just wants to see you with a bloody nose. I didn't,
3: I didn't say I want to. I'm just saying it'd be really funny if, like, it was over a, a misunderstanding in a sitcom way. Like,
2: yeah.
3: that sounds like yeah, a sitcom story, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. Just just on that, though, we we... Although, yes, we are famed for having some rough... uh, rough players rough fans hooliganism the stupid films that that, that elijah wood was in and so on and so forth but our team is based in the most culturally diverse area of london possible Mm. it's it's there's there's no way of there's nowhere else in london that is that is as, as diverse as 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 east london and kind of the stratford area so it's true and i've never had any issues point that out yeah
2: and and i mean that was i mean i was misunderstanding that anyway and i went to two seasons of games and never heard anything and in the uk league in the premiership there's a lot of there's a lot of bullshit racism that uh fans like shout to players and all this stuff and there's all of this uh these campaigns about it at the moment um and it's like a real problem and to be fair to west ham i've never heard anything i mean have you ever heard anything don when you've been to games
1: no no never never it's always been it's always been fun it's it's normally like funny stupid stuff that gets shouted out yeah Yeah. like there's someone that 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 has a bottle of tonic water and he shouts about this bottle of tonic water it makes no sense it it has it has absolutely no place in football but he does it every time he's there because he's just this crazy guy but it's quite entertaining (laughs) excellent
2: well yeah sorry let's go into one tree hill so
3: no i mean like we're just talking we were talking about like nascar being a thing so yeah i was happy that they incorporated that into the show cooper has been on before right
2: no No? this is his introduction
1: Okay, that's... my first note that I wrote was, "Who is this Coop?" <laughs> it's Deb's Coop. Deb's
3: brother, younger brother.
2: Talk, talk to us about it, Dom. So that's the opening scene, right? Is mm-hmm. he somehow in Nathan's apartment cooking him breakfast?
1: I think mean, he's like, it's like he's broken in because Nathan sort of appears out of his bedroom's shower and is like, "What are you doing here, Coop?" <laughs> and he's chatting away, and I'm thinking. Okay, I know he hasn't got a brother because this guy is looking quite young, but old enough to be like a a friend or some kind of mentor in some way. And I I was trying to place him desperately. And then it wasn't until he says something about being his uncle. But what he kind of throws some money at him, says he wants to buy the wall because it's just like painted so badly in pink with the clown on it. And it just looks horrendous because Nathan was was kind of revenge painting a Um, wall because Hayley hates pink. And, and clowns. uh, and clowns, yeah. And Cooper is Cooper, I assume, is kind of just making silly jokes, and um, he's he's quite funny because he's he's kind of there to make Nathan feel better, and he he makes that way. He's like, yeah, Deb's basically giving me a shout to come and give you a kick up the arse, and you know, get your mojo going again. Uh, and this is how we're gonna do it. We're gonna we're gonna go drive around a track track, and you know. Have some fun. Which makes sense.
3: Like, Cooper, all of his actions in this make sense. Him being like, hey, let's have basically like a guy's weekend kind of thing. Let's get away from this. Let's kind of separate ourselves from it. Um, yeah, I, I like Cooper. I do like him. Cooper, whatever. <laughs>
1: I, I, lo- I like him, but one thing I'd like to ask is, do we think this is a planned sort of character Because it it felt very random that he just suddenly appeared. And I couldn't help but think, has he just been thrown in because we, you know, the writers needed to change it up, recognizing the season maybe wasn't performing as well as season one, something like that. It just felt like we had to throw this guy in to add a slight bit of difference, a bit of energy to to this season. I think they had the idea for the car
3: crash and then they just, they were like, we need to do it a different way basically that that would be my there's,
1: prediction has there ever been a mention of him before i don't remember him ever being mentioned and then all of a sudden he arrives you Not know that that, I, that happens know. that's fine but it just felt a bit strange to me
2: i i see what you're saying i mean i see what you're both saying i see what you mean dom in that it does feel a little bit like just how do we how do we fix this how do we inject something and uh and in he comes and it's kind of a convenient it's kind of something they do in eastenders which is a soap opera here that we've mentioned a few times on this podcast now where all of a sudden there's a new family that enters the square and the square is like where they live like tree hill and it's like oh what it's bloody blah's cousins brother's sister of course we all know them but they've never been mentioned (laughs) and there's like seven new characters
1: i've got perfect example you know, you know Sonia. Of course, everybody knows Sonia in EastEnders. You know, she plays a trumpet. or used to. Um, That's not an innuendo. Her dad, her dad. Her dad has appeared in it. Has and she's never had. She always had Alan. Do you remember I've... Alan, yeah. the big black dude that used to look after yeah, her? Yeah. That. That was. That was always to me. That was always her dad. Yeah. Uh, I never, never, never really thought anything other than that was her dad. But then this this guy turns up thirty years later and is like. What? So now I'm your dad? <laughs> She's like, Who the fuck is
2: this guy? Has, has he then turned up and been like, and here's my wife and kids, and there's like six new characters that come with him?
1: Not yet. At the moment, it's it's still just him. But apparently, he knows everyone, even though he's never been. It's all very strange. It's all very weird. But yeah, it's just a random introduction of a of a yeah. character to change the plot slightly.
3: Yeah, I don't think Coop was planned much like maybe an episode or two back but i don't i don't know and maybe they got access to like nascar stuff and they wanted to find a way to incorporate that into the show too i don't i don't know the full context of how that
1: happened because they they meet jeff burton yeah I think he's who is a real a real guy i think so. Wait, and
2: Trump and dom we always yeah, we often real. talk about we often talk about this so i have on the mighty 90s where like in the mighty ducks when they introduce characters uh, actors they introduce people that are real people so in the mighty ducks they meet the north stars and you can tell there's actual hockey players and in uh celtic pride there's Larry Bird is obviously an actual basketball player and there's always this sort of delivery the, the delivery of the lines is like a little bit rigid so it's like even without knowing you, I knew that that was a real person Yeah, you know what I'm saying Dom
1: yeah it's just that it's the way they come across there yeah that rigidity and well I'll be seeing you soon and kind of walk off <laughs> yeah <so. laughs> that's kind of it <laughs> yeah
3: yeah he's a real racer um and I just double checked that in the trivia
1: because I was a little nice. bit nice well dom
2: this is a good maybe a good point to just throw in here uh so lex almost put something in so the three of us have a group chat and uh lex put something in earlier and i was like no you can't do that it's ruining a thing on the podcast and she unsent it so you didn't see it um
1: so i didn't see i i just saw your comments underneath and and lex going he didn't see it anyway it's fine yeah i'm like (laughs) sorry
0: (laughs)
2: <laughs> well, well, let's let's let you let's let you guess, Alex. Te- tell you know, let him know, and then see if he can guess which character it is in the show.
3: Oh, okay. Uh, James Lafferty's little brother is in this.
1: Oh, is it going to be the kid that plays? Is it Tony's brother? is that Tony's Daytona. brother. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever his name was. Yep. Is that James Lafferty's real yep. brother? That's James Lafferty's little wow, brother. Wow, that's that's a good little fact, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I said <laughs> that would have spoiled it, Lex. That would have spoiled the it. I sent a
3: picture of him, and I was like, <laughs> "You guys know this, right?" And Simon was like, "No, you're ruining, you're ruining."
1: The Dom show. knows nothing. Remember? Yeah, <laughs> I wanted this moment. I wanted
2: this moment. I wanted you to think that it was going to be Coop, not this. Uh, you know, that it could be his brother. Maybe if you know it's his little brother, but oh, see, you know,
3: if you really wanted to set that up. You should have done it yourself. I know, but you
2: know, I was going to, but then I thought, I need to, I need to divvy the conversation mm, around. You yeah. know, so <laughs> it was just one of them things. You know, sometimes
1: it hits. Can't let Simon have have all the glory Lex. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I, I will say of all of the characters that they add in this episode, Daytona is my favorite. Hate her name, but <laughs> like the name is is corny. <laughs> All things considered. <laughs> um, but, you know, because that's a big race in NASCAR, is Daytona. Yeah. Or, or is that not NASCAR? Either way, it's a racing thing.
0: It's a race um, thing, yeah.
3: Yeah. So I was like, oh, with the name? But I love that character. I also think that on Rivercourt, we might have had a really long discussion about how she, I think she's gay. I I recall that being a a really long. Maybe I just wanted that to happen. I don't know. Either way, <laughs> <laughs> I just remember that being a thing. But maybe I maybe that was an off mic thing too that Ryan and I
0: had. Who knows?
2: <laughs> well, let, let's take it. Let's take it in order. So they're they're gonna go on this like trip away because Coop's gonna give Nathan some some perspective, and. Uh, lucas is is going to join so so that's cool give bring lucas in and this also makes sense because lucas loves cars right from you know working at keith's uh body shop and then you know working with dan and whatever so this is this all ties in and they've been getting along well and everything so they get to the track and then like you said they've obviously somehow got permission to be at this racetrack and to you know incorporate all of these things and cars and whatever whatever i mean i wonder if this is a sort of thing where nascar lets them do it for free because they're like promoting it or do you think they still have to pay to like use to have the cars and stuff
3: i don't know um i doubt the budget was very big at this time for the show because it wasn't a huge success it was always kind of an in-between show you know always on the verge of being cancelled So I would imagine that there was some sort of like, and they got Jeff Burton on there too, which is like a, uh, you know, a NASCAR racing guy.
1: So for me, it felt like publicity all the way for NASCAR. Yeah. It felt like, it felt like this is NASCAR publicity. And it's gone. Do you know what we could do here? We could, we could maximize on uh, hitting, hitting a generation of people that probably don't watch NASCAR as much and, and just put it in there and, and, gather some interest this show is never
3: subtle about advertising so that like (laughs) makes perfect sense to me it's never subtle.
1: that's how it it's really how it felt how it came across to me the
2: um yeah that 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 would make sense i from the drama queens podcast i know Dom you can't listen to it uh but i wanted to bring this up so that you could have this little bit lexi have you finished it yes okay so two things that surprised me uh mm-hmm. that that was interesting was one was that they bashed the writing of the show Now yeah they, now, they, wait, they consider just, the
3: scripts bad
2: <laughs> yeah now just to throw out there i mean obviously they that could be because you know mark schwann is a complete c word and a complete douche and we say mm-hmm. this over and over again he is the scum of the earth um so, but he, he wasn't the only writer, like he wrote some of it, sure. Um, but, you know, there was lots of other writers and they said that uh, they were making mediocre scripts heartfelt or they weren't saying it like they were saying it humble like that. Like, I'm a, I'm not saying they, they, were they like, really
3: weren't humble, though. Like they were, they were, I was a little bit like, that's a really stupid thing for you to say, I think, as an actor. I was surprised by them being that way because they did. They were basically saying that, like, the script sucks and we're making it good. And I'm like, really? You're going to say that because that seems like a bad idea. Like, that would piss off a lot of writers.
2: You know that episode in Friends where Joey says he writes some of his own lines and then yes. he kills his character?
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Hang on a minute. T- Simon, you've told me before that these. Three, maybe two out of the three, have appeared in the kind of Hallmark Christmas movies, right? Yeah, and they are notorious for having the shittest writing. So how the fuck do they, you know, discuss those films that they were in? That's true. You you couldn't compare them to One Tree Hill. One Tree Hill is like far superior to any of those Hallmark films. You know, I I could write a Hallmark film now in the next six seconds. And it'd be better go, than half the shooters. Go, go, tell us, tell there. us, tell us. It's Christmas. There's a snowman. Uh, a girl runs into it. It, it, it has a stone inside the, the head of the snowman. She ends up in a coma. She has this uh, crazy inception kind of dream life about uh, this makeshift husband and this really difficult life. And she kind of wakes up and it's all wonderful again.
2: And the husband there was her doctor, and they fall in love.
1: Yeah, all along. All yeah. along, and uh, they turn. Yeah, they they get married. And
2: again. what's it called? Um, Stone in the snow. Uh, s- snow. Yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 you you did it. Literally,
0: do the same thing. I watched okay, it.
1: Okay, we got it. I <laughs> you would watch what it. later. think they look. were.
3: Excellent. I think what they were starring impl- Bethany Joy Lens, <laughs> Lol. I think what they were implying, and and Hillary Burton was kind of getting to this, which is it's hard to make crazy things grounded. I think that's what they were trying to say. They said mm. it in a really, really bad way.
2: I think. Mm. I was thinking. Think I took. I took offense myself because I was like, I think the writing oh, yeah. of the show is really good, and like, yeah. you know, I think that we're it's it's got a great I, uh, inception point from the beginning, and then all the way through, I think is good, and it's kind of one of the things that it's known for. I thought is that it deals with some of these things, themes, and whatever well.
3: Yeah, I think they're act. I, I mean, that could piss off a lot of fans. I don't know. I uh, I was like, this is this is slander. Like, like <laughs> this has you know, this has some great writers and and some people who have gone on to do other things that are great too. I I didn't agree with it. I really didn't.
1: Well, I'd like to put a thank you out there to the drama queens for pissing off all your fans in episode one, and they're coming back to <laughs> us. So thanks very much.
3: <laughs> I just, I love, I do love the writing on this show. I think the wor- I and we talked about this on Rivercourt, the worst episodes of this show are written by Mark Schwann. Like, he wrote <laughs> the worst episodes. He came up with a great concept. He is shitty. a shitty writer. He came up with a great concept, and then better writers took it. And then the actors elevated it further, so like if that was their their idea, like yeah, of course, that's your job as a writer or as an actor, you're supposed to take the work and elevate it like that otherwise they would just be writing a novel, but you know to act like these scripts were were horse shit and you know <laughs> were like whatever like well, i I mean I disagree also. They're like, well, you write 22 episodes a season
1: and see what happens. <laughs> That's really difficult. Very well said. Very well
2: yeah. said. Yeah. So that was one. Um, that was one thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Point number two. To I'm not going to be
3: on their podcast. <laughs> They're not going to invite me on their podcast. I'm going to fuck you guys fucked up. I shouldn't have said that. There's some good writers on there. I know you're still friends with some of those writers, guys. I see you guys talking on Twitter and stuff. How do you think they felt? huh
0: <laughs> hillary burton how do
2: you think she felt you said that. yeah yeah agreed um i mean i actually can't remember what my second point was but um <laughs> there was something else from drama queens that that they said but i'll uh, i'll remember at some point and we'll uh it,
1: irritating song Irritating. was thing. it about
3: advertising
2: no, I can't remember. It will come back to me. It will come back. Okay. Yes. Because okay. yeah, um,
3: I I do think NASCAR probably was like at the very least, this is free publicity and whatever.
2: I, I've remembered. I remembered. Yeah. um They they said about how so the the the, the fable goes that the show was almost cancelled all of the time. Now mm-hmm. that's that's true. We know that to a certain degree. But they said on the podcast that they were um fed information uh to keep them sort of g- like almost grateful to accept whatever they could get so that they wouldn't band together and negotiate for higher contracts like so they sort of pit you know bethany joy lens against hillary burton or whatever and like made sure that they wouldn't let them be together so that they could be like you know like how friends yeah uh, the cast of friends came together and said all six of them said we're not, we 're not we'll only do the next season of the show if we all get paid exactly the same and we all get paid x and they basically made it so that they couldn't do that, so I think some of it they were manipulating the life of the show to ensure that they weren't able to capitalize off it, which I think was yeah. which was crazy, which you know in their favor is really a really horrible thing for the company to do to them
3: yeah I'm glad they're talking about all of that stuff that's very important to talk about because that's messed up the other things that I'm like I don't agree with it <laughs> like I don't necessarily but I I think um not ch- I don't want to say child actors but I think people involved with teen dramas a lot of times do this they want to separate themselves from it but um, I still love this show like, I still think it's great this is an episode that I always think of because I think of the crash like i i think that that's like an iconic image moment of the show like nathan in the car you know um that and i think of uh the dancing scene which we can get to with the the women on the show but yeah
1: yeah <laughs> it's it's kind of the right time to put a crash in as well isn't it of the of the mm. series, I think, and I, I know that sounds bad, but it kind of feels like every season now is going to have some kind of major disaster towards the end of it. So, although we although we had in season one we had the crash, and then we had Dan's near death mm-hmm. experience um, uh, as we overlap from season one to two, um, it kind of feels like someone has to be nearly killed off at, at, at every point, and it has to be a, a child versus a, a parent. So. I, you know the the drug theory that I had going. I, I didn't think it would then jump to Deb. <laughs> that yeah. Deb is now going to be this sort of drugged up mess. And she had some great lines uh, in this episode, uh, particularly towards her husband. And um, I kind of I kind of have this strange feeling that we'll get to the end of this season, and it will be her. It will she'll be in the uh, the reverse situation of Dan, and it'll be Dan's decision to to kind of save her or not in a weird way Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. at at some point like that's that's kind of a strange amount of symmetry in that Nathan is now the one that's had the crash versus Lucas being in that situation to Deb now being the one who is in a situation where she needs help or some sort of urgent care Mm -hmm. and Dan is the one present to make that decision I just
2: want to say a couple of things. Firstly, I've missed your predictions so much. I really have. <laughs> I and secondly, that. secondly, seeing the little bit of like gruff sort of stubble that you've got there on your cheek um, and I'm getting my second jab. Oh, by the next time I see you, I wouldn't have had it. Would you have had your second jab? No,
1: my second jab is early August, I think.
2: Same, same. Well, I was just envisioning. That's really
1: like, far out for you guys. We we have to wait twelve weeks between. Why so long? Because our government hates us. Oh, so. okay. They want us dead.
3: Sure. Sure. Yeah, yeah that makes <laughs> they sense. Pretty
1: much want us to die. Gotcha. Yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah, because I was like, it's like two weeks for us in between. Well, yeah, I got I just got the one. I got the Johnson Johnson one shot when I was done. But,
1: yeah, you know. one 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 shot does all mm-hmm. kind of jobby what yeah we have to get
2: to. it it. makes (laughs) sense that uh, that yours is like maybe slightly before mine because famously famously dom is exactly two weeks older than me but uh but (laughs) i'm seeing that little sort of stubble you got there and i was just imagining giving you a hug but putting my like my chin on your shoulder and resting it down and as i'm doing it our ears kind of touch but it's not weird um and then you're sort of gruff to sort of nicely, smoothly onto my graph, And it's a really nice hug and I really squeeze you. Um, but the the thing with it, and I smell you and you smell good. You kind of smell like you've had, you've been working. It's been a long day, but you don't smell bad. Do you know what I mean? Like, look. But the other thing is, is I always forget that... Do you like, guys
0: need me
3: to leave? Like, what's happening?
2: <laughs> I'm just, just... Can you just turn the camera
1: off <laughs> for a minute, Lex?
2: <laughs> I always forget that you're... you're shorter than me and so i would bend so what i'm actually thinking is like maybe i'll pick you up um not in like any kind of weird way but i'll and i'll hold you and squeeze you is that
1: what about curb curb side i'll be on the curb you be on like just off the curb okay and how do you feel about we'll it like do. if
2: our like ears touch while
1: we're hugging i'm all in as long as nothing goes in my ear that's my biggest oh yes it's, oh it's something go- no. absolutely cannot stand like that. that that oh, no yeah, yeah, that, that will draw me to to punch out. That,
2: no wet willies.
1: Absolutely not. It will end in violence, unfortunately. Same. Okay. Yeah. But but the the ears touching one another is fine by me. We can do that. I'm I'm happy for there to be what did you call it? Gruff Graph. Graph. Gruff. Gruff, gruff. I'm happy for there to be graph contact. The more we talk the more we Graph Contact. Graph Contact is another Hallmark film waiting to be written. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And I'm sorry, Dom. The more we talk sorry. about it, the more, uncom- yeah. the more uncomfortable <laughs> I am with it. I, I'm not. I'm. I'm. Think I'm ready to rescind on this. Um, sure. What are you comfortable with?
1: I'm. Um, I'm happy with everything you described.
2: Would you like to hold me like you're taking me over, like a bride taking me over a, the threshold?
1: Threshold. Yes.
2: This would be the first time.
3: Pictures. That... Or it didn't happen
2: well dom's coming <laughs> over point. to mine for my birthday for a barbecue and this would be the first time of us meeting his girlfriend like you know like properly like a formal Ooh. thing so i want to make sure i make it as weird as possible for her so
0: yeah
1: yeah <laughs> how can we make this all yeah. idea. and i'll just join in yep so
2: and you know where we're gonna go <laughs> before to get all the barbecue stuff where am i gonna go lex
3: what oh costco yeah yeah I go to costco let's go for costco,
1: costco. Yeah. you at costco and stevenage that's where i go baby yeah i haven't been to that one yet got a petrol station haven't they yeah have you got a,
2: you got a costco membership
1: yeah. you've been holding that out on out me mind. what i've always had i've always had one i
2: have why why have i not had one why have you not told me why have we not gone and bought a massive tub of red vines together
1: I don't know. I've got, like, a trade one as well, so I get in, like, an hour yeah. earlier Fuck than anyone else. Red, red vines are terrible. Fuck you. Red
3: vines Fuck are you. terrible. Red vines are... What? Twizzlers. She
2: said
1: red vines are terrible.
2: Like, Whizzlers. not Look, Twizzlers red vines. Twizzlers are, like, wet.
1: They're, like, wet. And, like... Red
3: vines are, like, eating plastic. <laughs>
1: I'd just like to say I don't know the difference between either. I was so, going to
2: send you a West Ham shirt. Now I'm going to send you a turd in an envelope.
3: I will throw anything fox? you send me in the trash because I will assume that it has red vines in it and that's where they belong.
1: What if I send it?
3: I don't know. I, I, still, I still probably... <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'd open it first.
1: Jury's out, Jury's out on you, Dom. <laughs> red vine is de- delicious
2: licorice. Okay, and it's we should
1: probably
3: get back to the episode. People are like, "Oh my god!" See, this is guys. I'm sorry, I'm on this episode. I'm ADD, ADHD. I, I girl. promise
1: you that they don't come here for one treat.
2: <laughs> this is what they're here for. People, let us yeah. know. Red vine. Actually, if we, yes. I was about to say about a poll, but Dom, there's maybe this is a good point to say about the poll that you're you've been running for the Mighty Nineties.
1: Yes, on the Mighty Ravens Instagram page, I made several mistakes in putting a link out to the world. But then uh, uh, my wonderful, lovely friend Lex said, you can't put links there. So I put it in the bio Uh, and there is a link in the bio for people to pick or to vote what they would like the next 90s movie that we cover on the Mighty 90s to be. be. Uh, There are quite a lot of votes in there already um but please add to it the more the merrier it's open it's live i'm gonna close it probably maybe friday i thought about closing it today but i might close it friday so people can get their their votes so
2: anyway. no one listening to this Fra-
1: no no friday after this has gone out oh so got this, you got oh, you got, right got enough, you. this is going out. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah oh nice What well, and what's currently the winner what's winning
1: titanic ish marina be happy she's she literally whenever i put a post out she's like titanic is like oh god okay but i think i think titanic's gonna have to be up there
2: i've got loads to say about titanic i've got memories <laughs> i have memories
0: <laughs> oh good
2: excellent okay anyway so sorry back to back to one tree hill did we ever start with one tree <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I mean we're just talking car. about
0: nathan like
2: right okay hang on right so we've got to the point where they're at the nascar you know racetrack we've met the actual the driver his name was
3: jeff burton oh mm. the other one or the other
2: one no 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 him yeah yeah the famous the famous driver yeah, the real... yeah jeff burton. and uh we we meet daytona we meet Stuart Lafferty, we meet you know these people and they decide that they're gonna camp out that night and then they're going to race in the morning so they're going to have like a, a a trial run and then they're actually gonna gonna race right i mean is there any other bits we need to talk about or should we talk about the actual race like before of their little bit
3: i I like daytona talking about how nathan was before basketball when he was just a kid that was really cool because i think it shows that that person that Haley brought up the best of was always in there he just needed better influences
1: in his life uh, and on that as well she's she's like the the closest thing we see to Haley in terms of yeah you know a young lady playing a guitar, singing a song, and it it brings back all these memories, and that's kind of what drives him to to wander off but there's there's some great moments with, with Cooper where Cooper's kind of like, well, maybe because you've changed so much and that you would give up basketball and you would do all this she doesn't want that she Mm. wants the driven basketball playing sports star that's what that's what she fell in love with.
3: which is kind of fucked up and I'm like hey Coop that's why you got divorced like if you can't if you can't evolve in your relationship and grow and the person doesn't like you if you're evolving like you know not don't be a pushover about it of course but yeah that's like when he's like no you need to be the person that she fell in love with and like that's that's not how this works. <laughs> like well, you grow I, together.
1: I, I, actually, I actually thought it was a really, really interesting view because, because Nathan has changed and evolved and has tried to be like the best version of yeah. himself and the, a, a good husband. And she has gone kind of haywire. And what well, I say haywire, right. she has kind of left him to it. But it kind of, and it was just like, maybe maybe Cooper's onto something. Maybe, like but it also absolves
3: her of responsibility for her own actions and places the blame on Nathan. And that's not right. Like, she did this. She made these choices. Um, if anything, she became more like him. She became more selfish. Like, that that past version of him, he became more like the past version of her. More selfless. Which is good for both of them. Honestly, she needed to be a little bit more selfish and he needed to be more selfless. But, like, there's a balance between the two. And I... Yeah, so I, I don't... I don't know. I, I I'm... Coop is immature to me, like the way that he oh, he views yeah. things and how Definitely. he's doing things. I'm like, yeah. I mean, I could see it as like like I have nieces and neph and a nephew. They're younger, but if they were like teenagers asking me for dating advice, I'd be like, oh yeah, I'd be saying stupid fucking shit like this too.
0: Cause I don't know what <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm
3: doing. None of us know what we're doing, but you know, uh, I I I had I like Coop, but I do you think i was kind of i was kind of like maybe, maybe don't listen to him on everything but take it with a grain of salt I, I
1: i can't help but feel that cooper is the replacement of someone so that De- deb will eventually fade out for a little mm. while maybe she needs to go to rehab or something when dan makes that decision and saves her life <laughs> and cooper is the one that that kind of replaces that element fits in he potentially replacing the keith element for mm. now but i'm not sure there's 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 an element of him that is that is fitting in somewhere to replace someone else not to not to be an addition at the moment at the moment that's kind of how, what i feel from him
2: i like i like that of uh his, like nathan's keith Mm-hmm. he's like nathan's yeah. but yeah, yeah i think that's i like that that's even just in from this episode it's yeah. kind of like a more extreme version because keith is very calm now that's not advice that keith would ever say right you know like he's calm and understated and then coop is like the opposite He's very brash and outspoken and flashy and whatever so i think yeah that's a cool comparison we'll see we'll see what happens who knows I think we don't <laughs> know, but you don't
3: I think Coop giving (laughs) advice and being like, hey, take care of yourself. Like, focus on yourself. Like, that's not bad advice. It's the way that he presented it that, you know, it's kind of like, well, maybe you're the reason she left or whatever. And it's like, wait, what? (laughs) Why are you saying (laughs) it that way? Maybe
0: you should just say,
3: hey, bud, like, she left. And now you have yourself. And in any relationship, you have to be cool with yourself. To be able to be you know good with the other person as well you know you're one half of this thing so maybe you know like refocus yourself on basketball or whatever i don't know like that that would be good advice it's the way that he did it where he's like well maybe that's fine
0: like,
2: eh. <laughs> do you know what would be interesting lex i just thought of was yeah. that for you like how long ago would you have recorded was the river court was 2013 to 2016 i think right
3: it was right, right before Trump got elected, yeah, something like that. So, yeah.
2: So let' so it'd be interesting for you to after you've done this episode to hear what your thoughts were when you did this in, like, say, 2013, 2014. because mm-hmm. like to see how your thoughts and feelings have evolved seven years on. You yeah. Know? Like, what, because we all change, like, seven years is a long yeah. period of time. Like, we we, we me, I, seven years ago, these are completely different people. So, yeah, so, I
3: was going to say, yeah. I would not be aware of any of this. Like, any of the things where I'm like, that's not really a good thing to say. So, yeah, I'd imagine.
2: But you might also come up with other things that, you know, a current version Lex wouldn't think of either. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, be interesting to, and Dom, I'm sure in, like, 10 years' time, if we listen back to this the all things that we've said is like you know, think we're we're always evolving and changing as people, aren't we? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, so we get to the actual race, and uh, I think it shot pretty well. Except, um Sarah said on the live on when we were watching live in the chat that there's sections where it goes to them in the car. I think it's when they're doing the warm up actually the day before when they're talking about G Unit and hip hop and whatever. Uh, that if you look closely, you can actually see the ends of... So they're, they're looking in the car. You can see on the side where the background doesn't quite fit. So you can see they're just like in a studio yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you forgive they're, that. They're
1: just having to shake the car a little bit yeah. and bob about.
2: <laughs> but when they actually get into the actual race, I thought it was shot quite well like the actual like the driving when we're watching the exterior shots and everything i mean what what did you guys think of the race and dom how did you think you said that you thought that he was going to crash right but did you think he was gonna it was going to happen the way that it did that he sort of did it to himself or did you think it was going to be an accident or what did you think
1: well all the way along you have all these jibes and all these moments where cooper's like oh you you know you you think you can beat me, and he he gives him the little the the tap in the rear end, and it it forces him to drop out and come last or whatever. And there's all those point, but h- like halfway through, I'm thinking he's going to push it to the limit. They've already said nobody goes up to to seven on the on the rev counter, and I'm thinking he's going to do that. And my initial my all my thoughts all the way along were he's going to then think <laughs> he's then going to think of Haley. You can see the fly yeah in here. It's coming for me. He's then going to think of Haley. It's going to distract him. He's going to then get one of these nudges and that's going to spin him out. He's going to hit a wall. So it's going to be partly his fault, partly someone else's fault. And then as they started to come in, I thought, oh, okay, maybe, maybe I've got this completely wrong there. And then he he then speeds off past everyone, does his other lap and is like, well, what about number eight? And I'm thinking, oh, this seems a little bit, this seems a little bit extreme. Like he wants something to go wrong. It's like he needs that drama in his life. And this is what's going to, pull everyone back to him this is going to be his way of getting like moving back home because it, you know it, it's too difficult for him to say i've screwed up i miss Haley. i'm really struggling on my own i don't have the money i can't do this anymore so i need something drastic to happen for dan and deb to care enough to, to for them to say no you have to stay at home and then me to just be able to exist in that life again i also think it's going to bring Haley back and this will restart the Nailie campaign. Lex, comments? No, I mean, that's really good
3: predictions face? and interesting. Yeah. Um, I, I, That's a really good point because it's kind of like pointing back to, you know, like, can these guys express themselves? Can they talk about, you know, Nathan's in this really dark place? And he's not really talking about it the way that he should be. So that's interesting to be like, oh, I did this physical thing to kind of deal with the emotional aspect.
1: So, yeah, to offset yeah. my mental. Thought. Yeah, 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 definitely. And and it's Daytona that says it looks like he aimed for the wall. Yeah, she she meant she mentions it looks intentional. If you look at the 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 pattern and the markings of the way he was driving, it 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 didn't look like it, it was an like a complete accident Mm -hmm. but he was thinking about Haley at the time so you know
3: yeah i think they kind of they're like we don't you know was he trying was he not i mean that's a good question what do you guys think
1: just chuck him on the same antidepressants as deb
3: (laughs) i'm sure you can buy some loose
1: pills (laughs) 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 this will sort you out yeah
2: (laughs) well i just have to say that the the way that it was shot it, i thought it was really powerful like the uh the song was worked really yes. well with it du, 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 like man possessed and whatever but the way that he uh it sort of goes quiet doesn't it at a certain point i don't know if this is how the actual song goes it but it goes yeah. sort of quiet and then you're seeing the flashes of hayley and it's like dof, 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 and then it like erupts into the the chorus again as he hits into the wall and one tree hill uses music like this so so well there's uh i've been saying it a few different times uh, but there's a song in the finale of this season that is my favorite music cue of the entire show i love it it's 100% gonna be the theme music for season three of our podcast uh do you know which obviously without saying do you know which one i'm talking about because i think
3: i know and i'm going a couple episodes ahead because i think i know exactly what you're talking about but i want to verify it in my brain continue guys don't pause for me i can't
2: wait i can't (laughs) wait to see dom's reaction on the live watch is like the music comes it's so good but it's this this moment is really amazing as well and not to get too deep but oh this is not um, what i was
3: thinking of okay you're gonna have to tell me after <laughs> it begins <laughs> my...
2: begin it begins with l
3: yeah no that's that's what i w- i that was not what i was thinking of that's interesting
2: oh okay yeah i mean i didn't think don would think an l would cool j so oh no
3: i'm <laughs> why'd you say it oh mine is the beginning of season three that's what i was thinking of not not like the maybe not the top i don't know it's hard to pick a top song but the first song in season three so that episode the first and the last song some of my favorite songs that have ever been a one-three one home. it just in that one episode and this one as well i love the music in this episode It's so good
2: yeah for sure well and so this moment in particular i'm without getting like too deep and i don't want this to be any kind of like pity party type situation but (laughs) i i mean i can relate in a way to feeling so hopeless of having those thoughts like i mean i've had thoughts like that before of like when things have felt you feel you've just drained everything and things don't feel worth doing anymore. And like, uh, it felt relatable in a way. I like I, again, I'm not trying to, like, I don't think Nathan was trying to kill himself either. Like, I think he, it was like a cry for help kind of thing. Um, but I, it was shot really well. And then the aftermath was so, it felt really realistic. Like, uh, when they were like running down and then Luke is trying to get him out and that, trying to get him out.
3: Lucas holding him and like basically crying. Chad Michael Murray being so upset it was amazing. Like that was a great performance.
2: That's what got my tears.
3: Yeah. I I can see why, because that's what I was thinking of. Like when you were talking about it, I'm like, Oh yeah, because he is losing it, like fully losing it.
2: And it wasn't like too much. It wasn't like no. the, the classic look at the sky, the no, like it wasn't no. that. It was like, Dom, was that the moment that you were talking about for the performance? No, oh.
1: not at all. It's, the, it's the
3: desperation of that moment feels so real that like Lucas is like begging, begging Nathan to be okay, like to hold on.
1: That that was a it was a great scene yeah. and very well uh, y- you know performed and and put together. But I, I wasn't even talking about these characters. Yeah. <laughs> these people weren't even involved really. What? <laughs> Not until the but, end.
2: But you but you uh, you thought it was good. You thought Chad pulled it off.
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in, and even um, I I don't know the actor's name, unfortunately. The guy that plays Cooper. Michael uh, Truco, Tru- Tru- Truco Trucker?
3: No, not Trucker.
2: Tup. It's T. T R U O C O. I think.
1: super I don't know.
2: Michael. Yeah, Michael.
1: Yeah. So Michael, <laughs> so Coop um, does a does a really good job of it as well. You know, considering it's it's first day on the job, you know he he um, sort of supports as a as a member of the supporting cast. He he did a did a really good job of that. But yes, the CMM did
2: a great job on that one. I, I, I okay. If it's not them, then I think it's got to be Paul Johansson. Then
1: I was thinking it, it, it's actually. Yeah. Go on. It's actually Andy. Oh,
2: the the karma yeah. stuff.
1: Oh yeah, so good, and just the way he delivered so, it. Yeah, every time, so good when he's in the office. Mm-hmm. Everything about Andy made me just love him a little bit yeah. more. I thought he was great. Get out Get out <laughs> of my dealership, little man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can't wait to talk about Andy. <laughs>
2: and you got his it's name so right. Easy. You got his name right. Dom always calls him Kieran. Um. Always. <laughs> <laughs> which is his name. Which is
0: yeah. Alex's yeah. Name. yeah.
2: Uh, okay. <laughs> you did it the wrong way around. Okay. So. uh Oh. So I just because I've remembered this, and I'll I'll, I'll keep this in the podcast because you know we're not shy about this stuff. But uh, do you know what's interesting? I was looking at our download figures the other day, and do you know that our episodes with cast members um, actually don't perform as well as these regular episodes. Interesting, isn't that nice. crazy?
0: Yeah,
3: the real stars.
2: or what we need to do is instead of having quite whole conversations with people we need to have them on for these episodes while we're covering them i think maybe that would be like the ultimate mix-up um yeah except for the paul johansson one is 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 a massive one um you know and barbara's one is relatively new so but you know just it was interesting that uh i would have thought they would have way outperformed like our regular ones but okay so nathan then uh you know is shipped off to hospital um and that's kind of the end of his story he begs lucas to not don't call Haley, yeah and then that's kind of it for him so do we want to go back to the beginning and pick up like start with a dan or start with deb dan and deb and then how they got to the hospital or where where do you guys want to go
1: have uh, we kind of signed off other characters now? are we like? Are we at the end of Lucas's journey there as well? Lucas is because really he's... a
0: supporting
3: character in this,
1: right? Like... Yeah, he's very heavily yeah. mixed in the Nathan story and the racing, uh and kind of a bit. He he like Chadwick Murray did like kind of surprised meeting um Jeff Burton like really well as well, and like oh this is like a NASCAR superstar. It's really exciting. Yeah, get to, to race a car. It will seem quite fun, but he was, yeah, just very much uh I'm gonna let James have this episode mm-hmm. and I'll you know I'll 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 pick I'll take over at the end, you know, when I can show a bit of vulnerability in my tears when I'm hugging Sophia Bush.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean I'd I'd be vulnerable and crying if I was hugging Sophia yeah. Bush too.
2: Dom Dom so, famously yeah. loves Sophia Bush. Uh,
1: yes.
3: I'm in love with her too. Yeah, no, <laughs> she's not with me
2: anyway. <laughs> And she actually, she actually came across the most humble on their podcast. I would say
3: she did. I think she's used to being quoted more. That's that's what I will say about that. I think she. I mean, she's she's the most famous of the cast of this whole show. I would argue, maybe Chad Mm, Michael Murray.
2: I think yeah, maybe it depends on because he Chad had some stuff like you know like. freaky friday and cinderella story yeah. and some hits so i think maybe it just depends on the audience and he was yeah. in riverdale wasn't he like more mm-hmm. recently and so yeah i'd say they're probably like equal aren't they yeah. equal measures
3: but like they're the most famous ones of the cast, yeah cool.
2: for sure for sure well yeah so sorry Dom. so we are saying that's that's like chad sort of tied off um coop gets
1: D- D- daytona coop and um who else the brother, James, his brother. Yeah, he's kind and of Daytona's brother.
2: He's kind of just gone. Coop gets pushed a little bit by, by Dan, but we can talk about that when we cover Dan and Andy.
1: And there's there's Daytona's dad.
2: Oh yeah,
1: I can't remember his name.
2: Yeah, Mister Daytona. Sure. Yeah. Him. Yeah. We can we can kind of give
1: your, da- give your daughter a crap name, guy.
2: Well, <laughs> gi- give us your uh, Nathan prediction. It's had a blood I, I transfusion. But well, you kind of done that, yeah. Okay.
1: I think I've done all my my predictions for Nathan. You know, we we on on discovering uh, Nathan's you know need for blood. We discovered Deb's. You, you know, Deb's been outed in terms of having the drug problem, and uh, you know that's that's quite exciting. But yeah, the, the Nathan thing is, how long is he going to be out for? Is he going to have a similar sort of injury to Lucas? It was Lucas shoulder all along and you know is he gonna come out of this with a broken leg i think hayley will come back she'll find out through someone probably let's say peyton um <laughs> and Why not? Uh, yeah uh and we'll come back uh and yeah i think we'll just the, the predictions i've made throughout already i think are, are what i would predict for nathan
2: Okay, so shall we go? Where do you want to go now, Dom? Give us someone.
1: Let's let's go let's go to Dan, because I think we can cover off kind of Andy and, yeah. and Deb at the same time, and we we touch on there, there's an Andy and Karen story that's kind of linked to that as well. So it's all like the we've got the the grown-ups very much all mixed together in this yeah, one. Yeah, everyone's can, really can
2: we, uh, with, can we do it? Can we do the damn bit a little bit out of order and just start with him turning on the sprinklers and how amazing that bit is? <laughs> yeah, I loved
0: it.
2: <laughs> that was so funny. Dom, as so a first-time viewer, did you think that's, that that was what he was going to do?
1: Uh, I wasn't sure he'd turn the sprinklers on. I thought, you know, he's definitely going to leave her out there. Um but I I he's kinda of that he's sort of the he's the sort of person that can't just let her lie or, or you know, pick her up and bring her in and help her out. He's he's gotta be vindictive in some way and, and turning the sprinklers on was like the most perfect way of doing that, I think, for this episode. And then he describes her as a as a garden gnome, doesn't he? Later on. Their
3: chemistry is so good. <laughs> Their back and forth
1: is so good. <laughs> it was very very good but yeah what, what a way to go what a way to wake her up
2: it's the way that he does it and doesn't even look back yeah he just does it so nonchalantly and just walks in it's so brilliant he's
1: got his paper That's it. perfect oh, villain else. like through and through yes.
2: well where but this this sorry got I go My gum.
1: well as you this episode is is really the the first sign of Dan's resurgence as the full villain and having no one no one on his side now yeah. they've all gone he's lost everyone so I can't work out where he's gonna peg someone back he's always had kind of someone on his side or the perception of having someone on his side so he's always had um, Nathan originally and then Nathan realises how much of a complete tosser his dad is <laughs> even though he always knew but that he, he then goes off to do his own thing and marries Haley and so on and so forth emancipates uh, from his parents Deb just her lines in this episode just tell you everything you need to know about their marriage. Um and he he's completely lost her now. Karen and Andy completely lost them. He's got no Keith, he's got no Lucas, he has got no one now. And and this is this is the he's always he always needs that little someone just on his side so he can play the nice guy but still be totally evil. Yeah but he hasn't he hasn't got that now so uh, the the next episode i'm really looking forward to see where that dynamic continues and kind of who he leeches off of next
0: well
2: where did we where does yeah that's great as always as always um where (laughs) where do we meet dan to begin with i don't remember (laughs) well we can just we can talk about you know some of the bigger points so uh, oh, I think maybe it's Dan is in Andy's classroom. Yeah. In the class. Tell us a bit about that, Lex.
3: So <laughs> Dan is just... I have a—I have a question. Like, so weird. First of all, how was he in that classroom for an extended period of time without Andy noticing? That was weird. Uh, <laughs> and then he is proposing an ethical dilemma. Which, by the way, Dan has a point. Like... This is a very unethical thing that Andy and Karen had done. Um, not that there's anything wrong with their relationship, but like him being her professor, like she should have been in a different class or something. There should be um some sort of protocol, like maybe a, um, an assistant, like, like he, there was at one point where like, he was saying, oh, my assistant can grade your paper or something like that. Like, it should be something along those lines because it's not an ethical thing. And Dan makes a good point. And I think he's, he's kind of vindicated because Dan doesn't report him. One of the students reports him. That's what's interesting, too, is that Dan didn't go straight. He could have gone straight to the dean of you know, student fair. Any, like He could have gone to them and been like, hey, this is happening. Instead, he he set it up for someone else to do it, which is psychologically really fucked up.
2: (laughs) 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 Yeah, definitely. Or what did you think, Dom? I know that you love Um, this. You love that. You love the Dan stuff like I love the Dan stuff. I know that (laughs) I, I was loving it. I was like, I know Dom's loving this.
1: It, it's so good just to watch him sit there make people squirm yeah. watching people like grown-ups squirm is always fun isn't it yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's and, it, and it's just it's coming from this guy that is just so clued up so intelligent so calm and calculated and everything he's just got an agenda for everything and uh nothing will kind of get in that way and that's 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 always the plan and I love the fact that it was a Randy and Sharon yeah. uh, that he used as his example. So we got Randy and Sharon. <laughs> and it's just like going around talking about uh, how unethical they are. And brilliant. I absolutely loved that bit.
2: It was great. It was great. <laughs> I, I mean, it then leads to, I mean, we might be getting some of this out of order, but Andy coming to confront uh, Dan at the deer the ship, And we get a great great standoff uh and you know do you do you believe in anything do you you know religion whatever and he's like and he goes in to talk about karma tell us about it dom this was your this was your favorite performance your favorite part
1: just 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 the way Andy goes do you believe in karma (laughs) 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 this is perfect (laughs) well i believe in karma even in karma (laughs) 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 <laughs> Do you karma? I karma. <laughs> he, he, he
2: does the threatening he does threatening quite well like yeah. he has his own way of doing threatening which is kind of like he's uh, like, his like arrogant, he could be, he cocky could be a in villain his own way. but he
3: chooses not to be that's that's kind of andy's yeah. vibe in my opinion
1: so with andy andy is spider-man with great power yes. Comes great responsibility. Inside you, there are
3: two wolves.
1: He's... What? No. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, he's he's got all this all this money. He doesn't need that job, yeah. but he you know he he wants it and he wants to make a difference and he wants to help and and those mo- that moment with Dan is all sweetness and smiles. But really, he's like, I'm not afraid of you. I'm not scared of you. Uh, I've got you know Dan's Dan's big thing is I'm a showman. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a salesman. Look at what I've got. Look at my money. Look how flash I am. You can have this if you're as good as me, but you'll never be as good as me. He's the old Spice advert. Look (laughs) look at him. Now look at me. He was never there. I'm always here. You know, he's that. That's Dan. And Kieran's the other guy going, you can look at him as much as you like, but I know you're going to come back to me because I'm the the nice one at the end of the day and I'm the one that's going to help you get through this. And, you know, I'll do it for free. I'll do it just, just for the love of it. And he'll do it with a lovely smile on his face and it'll be wonderful. And he'll be happy and cuddly and touching ears. (laughs) And and gruff. And and gruff. (laughs) And yeah, I just, the the scene between them, the the, the sort of strange, awkward chemistry between them as well is is really good. I really enjoy, I I now really enjoy watching Andy and, and Dan together. I hope there's more of it. I really do. But at that level as well. I don't want it to get physical. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to be anything other than what it is now. I really enjoy it.
2: <laughs> Dan's like, uh, I will remove you personally from my establishment or whatever. And then gives him the job application. <laughs>
1: that was yeah, awesome. Th- that, that, that was a great touch. And and Andy actually looked hurt by it, didn't he? He's like, now you've lost your job. Well, here you go. Apply, apply for one of these. And he walks away looking hurt and then... Just just that little bit of rage from, from Dan as well, and screwing it up and throwing it away. What a waste of paper. He could have just put it back on his desk, but <laughs> no, that's, that's how angry he was.
2: It's, it's great. It's perfect. And uh, so, yeah, we get Dan with, with Deb, which we've spoken about, and then if we... We then get a little bit later, so, like, Deb's up, and Deb starts sort of giving her own threats to Dan, saying that, you know, unless she unless one of them moves out or they get something you know, happening, one of them is going to die. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: What did you think of this Lex?
3: I mean, that's why I was guessing she was your performance of like, like that you were talking about because she's so good in this. She's basically like, I'm going to kill you <laughs> like, like, or you're going to kill me. I don't know We're like, I'm losing it right now. That's what it, that's what it was like. God, it was so good. Um
1: I totally Yeah, agree. other than like the Chad
3: Michael Murray moment, I kept coming back to Deb in this episode. It, and her like delivery of screw it, I need a drink or what like, you know, the the funny lines too. Um I just loved. I loved it.
1: I I was really worried at the start of the episode for Deb when she is with the girls and she turns up at Trick mm-hmm. and she's like, Oh god, I need a drink as soon as Karen says the You know, what's her face? Jules. Yeah, Jules. That's it. Emily. Emily slash Jules was basically purchased to upset Keith. You're a whore. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's exactly it. What once that's revealed, and she's like, "I need a drink," and then it becomes dancing, and she's obviously on some like this binge of drugs mm-hmm. slash alcohol which is having this effect i thought i thought oh this is going to be one of those episodes where it's really bad you know substance abuse acting and she's just going to be a mess and they're going to figure it out and they'll be like oh something's wrong with Deb. but actually that didn't happen mm-hmm. nobody it was kind of like there's a moment where karen's like what's going on here but it doesn't, really, doesn't say anything. It's just a look. And then and then the story evolves. It moves on because Andy walks yeah. in. So it's immediately forgotten. And it's brilliant. And it just carries on from there. So Deb's going for all this stuff. And she's just full of all kinds of toxins <laughs> and, uh, and all sorts of things happening in her body. And it just carries on. And, and her performance gets better and better and better throughout this episode. I was so impressed. So impressed.
2: Yeah. Loved it yeah what
1: about you simon yeah Tell
2: us. no i think it was good I the the da- dancing always makes me feel uncomfortable um just because i can't do
1: because... it i love yeah, that same. scene yeah, I, I think it's a
3: great scene and i love <laughs> that whole album by the way that whole citizen cope album is amazing it's so good i recommend people visit it i always end up like forcing that album on people yeah it's uh I liked that scene, and I'm usually kind of like in the same way, like oh, I don't know about the dancing, it's kind of weird or whatever, but they they shot it really well, and then they put the nathan Lucas stuff in there, and it just worked, mm. I think it worked well
2: yeah i like I like the song, and i I like the scene as well, I'm yeah. just that I just can't dance, but I like seeing them uh having a good time and letting loose and just getting getting involved and uh i thought are you are you smiling don because you of luna's new position
1: <laughs> i was like i was like you're okay love <laughs> my, my
2: dog who's behind me has just um just gone onto her back and opened her legs yeah. to the cat <laughs>
1: we're just chilling out you know it's wednesday night we're fine
2: (laughs) yeah but i I like what the scene represents so it was nice yeah
1: and the dancing almost
3: feels like they set a camera to the side and let him go like (laughs) hi luna
2: yeah yeah no it did it felt natural it felt like real yeah
3: which i think is very difficult to,
2: to
1: shoot something like
0: that
2: yeah Sure. Just,
1: just the, just the, the scene where Deb, like, it's in the hospital at the end. That's, that's where Deb is alive. That's where the, the, the fire in her belly, mm-hmm. really sort of comes out because she's got nothing to hide yeah. now. She was hiding the drug problem. It's out in the open. Yeah, but, but so trying to give why blood. Why hide anything else? Yeah. Exactly, and 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 she says, you know, when you were in the hospital and you were in your like state i wanted you to die i went to the chapel i prayed for you to die and it's just like oh shit yeah because like we remember that you know her being there and she kind of like did she like smash the place up a little bit she got a bit upset about things and it was just like oh okay maybe she's just upset because she she'd left it so long and and didn't didn't help him quick enough and now he's got all these problems but actually it's because she wanted him dead and and it, just so well done. I can't imagine saying or, or something really... like
3: that to another human being. I wanted you dead. I prayed for it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 well, <laughs> as long as he's not one of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. I'm coming for
0: you. It's crazy. I was say, oh,
2: Dom and I say that sort of stuff to each other every week. So. <laughs> no, I can't.
3: Yeah, yeah. In a like way, but in a like, oh shit, she, she wanted him dead. Like, that yeah, is really. Yeah. Like, she meant it. It is a... i i I think even she was like, this is too much. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. even she was like, I think I Oops. took it a little too far. I think, I, I, think I, <laughs> I stepped over
2: the line there. Well, so we end up at the hospital. And this is where uh, Dan gets his karma checked by, by Andy when, uh, you know, he sort of says, you know, well, how's your karma now, Dan? Uh, which which... I, I thought was... It was a bit of a, it's a hard, it's a, you know, rough time to bring that up. A rough time to score points, but, you know, you've got to do what you got to do. Once crazy. again, it's it like, was perfect.
3: It's like, your kid's in the hospital. That's karma. Like, wait, Nathan is getting like <laughs> the short end of the stick of like being like everything's on him in this episode shit, you
1: know? But but Andy even alludes to that earlier on. He says that it doesn't have to directly affect you, it doesn't have to di- directly yeah. be you it can be it can be anything yeah. uh, and he walks in and goes it's like there you go this is yeah. exactly what i was talking about fingers in the air <laughs> he kind
2: of says like at the beginning doesn't he he said it's funny how karma catches up with people that just aren't living right or something mm-hmm. like that and it's kind of just yeah really chilled language and whatever and then there it is it came full circle
1: Set. that's the voice of experience though isn't it because he's yeah. obviously the the car accident mm-hmm. when he runs the two people over and one's now wheelchair bound and yeah he he he's now taking responsibility for that and so on and so forth it's kind of that i believe this now if i do the right thing if i do my teaching if i put you know spread good things across the world and across my small platform then good things will happen for me. I wonder if Andy
3: thinks at this point that Dan is redeemable if he's like Ooh. if he's he's basically trying to show him I've been here karma's real like you need to be aware of that because the way that he does things is it's like the double edged sword situation of like it could be I could be saying fuck you but I also could be saying here help like here's some help for you I'm a teacher like you know like it's it's kind of going over into that it's
1: like let me say yeah you.
3: yeah let, or or I'm gonna give you like here's two options are you gonna step up and actually believe in this and become a better person or are you gonna choose to go down the wrong path what an,
1: you know. blue pill red yeah pill. yeah yeah,
3: yeah. You yeah. No, I mean, it's,
2: <laughs> it's true well can I ask oh, two? I like that quick. Can I ask two two questions to both of you on the back of that then? So uh, individually, do you think at this point Dan is redeemable? And then secondly, do you believe in karma in your own life? Let's go to you first, Lex. What do you think?
3: I do think Dan is redeemable at this point. Um, And I think that karma is real, um i don't think it always presents itself in the ways that we wish it would um but i think i think that i ha- like i have to believe that these things matter like i have to believe that you know andy's for example andy's choices to become a better man matter even though right now he's dealing with like this job situation like all of this this bad thing happening Ultimately, you have to believe like a better thing is coming, um, and I think that's how Andy looks at it. He looks at it in the larger like scale, like you know, Karen is in love with him, all the like, you know, um, and that Dan is winning right now, like in the grand scheme of things, Dan is winning, but that won't, won't always be the case. I think. So I think karma in that sense matters um but at the end of the day you know um I've definitely had conversations like this where it's been like yeah maybe they there, like no karma comes for people in the way that you think it comes for people but everyone hates them like like Dan is he doesn't have family or friends or anyone on his side like you were talking about earlier so is that not karma like is that not a thing coming back you can have everything you want and still not have people that care about you, what matters more? Um, but I I have a hard time with the like, it's it's almost, I, I almost think it's like a character flaw in myself, it's like thinking that people can be redeemed maybe longer than I should. So yeah, in that sense, like I, I really, like, you know, I really like to believe that people can change, that they can get better, um that they can become better people but it takes a lot of work and not a lot of people are willing to do
1: that work unfortunately
2: for sure for sure and dom same questions
1: welcome to philosophy (laughs) (laughs) i i I think for every action there's an opposite and equal reaction that's science Mm -hmm. right but with with um kind of people and their mental state and how they pursue things, portray things and do things. It's, it's going to have a, a, a reaction somewhere, isn't it? And, and it will eventually go full circle and come back on them. So the the, the better you do and the the, the the kind of the more positive impact you're having out on your own world and the world around you, then that will continue and, and come back to you. And the the if you're putting negativity out there for whatever reason and putting hurt and hate out there, that will come back to you. So that's kind of my thoughts on it. And to, is Dan redeemable? Wow. we had the moment with the heart attack. Like how many how many times are we are we going to have nine seasons of is Dan redeemable? Uh, I'm not sure. Are we going to get to the point where? Okay, we've gone too far now. You know, is he going to murder someone? You know, where where are we going to end up with this? I, I don't know if if One Tree Hill is that extreme, yeah. but um, <laughs> but um, you know, it, it could happen. Season nine, episode twenty one. <laughs> boom, he's in he's in prison. <laughs> um, I I think he is redeemable, but there needs to be there needs to be a. I, I thought this was going to happen in season one. I said there'll be this. Life threatening moment, and it'll change, and it'll be a wonderful person. And it started to happen, and then he just went back to being a horrendous human being again, which is fantastic for for like watching. Um, but it's also like, oh, okay, can he be saved? Because how many lives has he got? You know, uh, he's not a cat, uh, is he gonna, is it, you, you know, or is he a cat? Is he gonna just get through every season and hope for the last two seasons that he, oh, the cats have nine lives, yeah, don't they? yeah, yeah, I knew, right? yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's yeah. got a. He's, he's got life for every season, yeah. so yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe he can just just roll this out and you know survive. But I, I would say yes, he's redeemable. He could make this change now and say, okay, I'm going to kind of heed Kieran Andy's words a little bit here uh, and kind of go, okay, so this has happened to my son. My other son has has got my uh, disease and illness. So I, I need to be positive and alive and happy and healthy for them and and project that to them as well and they'll project that to the wider world and so on and so on and so on so that he's he's redeemable at the moment
2: yeah
1: big big question coming to you simon Uh, same thing
2: i think i definitely think dan is redeemable i think that we've seen how why he is this way and then there's glimmers into actually he he doesn't want to be this way like when he's like practicing the speech to give to deb to try for their marriage to try again but actually he walks in and down there on the rug is you know deb and keith you know and, and moments like this that then poison the well and, and make yeah. him crazy and antagonistic again but we saw how royal was treating him and how how that he was groomed and brewed to be this way in 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 a sense and then with regards to karma, I am, I for sure feel that I think the energy that you give is the energy you receive. And you, you see that in everyday life, you know, if you start off in a bad mood, it kind of just radiates out. And when you do things with positivity, you generally get positive reactions. I think it can be difficult when, Tragedy hits, and then you think, But, what did I do to deserve this when yeah. things happen, and you know death and all kinds of horrible things, and it can be difficult to understand and I think I think sometimes people can uh put that down to being like karmaic, and I don't think that that is right, like you know I think that it can be other people's journeys i mean I don't know too much about it, but I was looking into. Your Dharma journey, um not talking about lust, <laughs> but uh, your your Dharma is your individual journey of of the energy that you give and the, and it 's about you disconnected from the world and about your own your own uh, path um, and I believe in that also where it 's like the energy I give out is what it, it affects me rather than it necessarily having to affect other people with it as well um. So yeah, definitely feel that energy is important. I mean, it's, it's a fact that someone can walk into a room and if they have a bad vibe, they don't have to say anything. We can sense it. Like you can feel it. It's like tangible. And that is energy, I believe. But yeah, we're going all kinds of deep on this episode. Love it. <laughs> um, okay, so that's kind of Dan and Deb. Should we talk about Peyton and Brooke? I mean, Brooke doesn't have too much to do here. Oh no, yes, she does. Yes, She's she does. Sorry, the, we the have the
3: car, the DWI. Yes,
2: yeah, so we've got a little bit of Peyton and and Whitey. We can. We've got that, and then we've also got Brooke and Mouth and Erica Marsh. Is that all that we have left? Yeah. Okay. Which way do we want to go first?
3: I mean, did anyone care about Mouth and Erica Marsh?
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs>
1: I actually. I, uh, as soon as he I got in the, in the so car, I feel so bad.
3: But guys, I gotta say, the more I watch the show, the more I don't care about Mouth. That oh, I wow. I don't know why I don't know why.
2: Um, it's it's quite a common thing. We've been told this by a few different people, and because apparently Mark Swan wrote Mouth to be his voice i don't think his
3: character is aging well i think that's the problem i think out of all of the characters his is aging the worst i I
1: think he's the most he's probably the closest to being a teenager out of the teenagers yeah that's mm.
3: that
2: makes
1: sense realistically yeah, maybe so. that's why he's like he, he's so at... difficult to difficult which, which is which is probably why he's he's quite unrelatable to the rest of yeah. them right because they're still... all 25 yeah yeah well yeah 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 well they're all they're all like supposedly 17 or whatever acting 25 aren't they but he's 17 acting 15 which is you know okay fine but when he got in the car and was playing drunk i thought he has to be playing drunk in the in the show because this is just too bad the acting is just too awful and then it, it, it you know turned out it was that so it was quite it was quite amusing and it's quite funny. And I thought it was quite sweet, you know, say so I just want to hang out with you and um, we'll drive around a bit. Yeah, but like, why did the he have to Erica... make it so
3: weird? Just like that, this, this is what I'm talking about. The little things about mouth, but I'm like, dude, she's, if she's your friend, if like, just, just, well, I'm, I was going to say text her, but like, obviously it's not, <laughs> just call her and say, Hey, what are you doing tonight? Oh, you're taking care of the dw I car. Let me ride with you. Like she's going to be bored all night. She'd be like, "Heck yeah, let's go!" And and she was like, because it's Brooke.
1: The the one thing I picked up from from that whole scene, pretty much, you know, com- agreeing with what you said is that he said, "I looked at the the schedule and knew that it was your shift." Tonight. That's fucking weird. That didn't. That didn't need to happen, did it? Yeah. It it,
2: it it kind of implies that. If he was to call Brooke and ask if she wanted to hang out, that she would say no, that he had to trap her into it, you know, to, without her sort of knowing it was going to happen to make it happen, which is definitely which, a bit creepy. The
3: three of us have all asked out a woman, You're like, yeah, and I'm assuming that the three of us have all been rejected as well. What do you do when they yes. say no? You say, <laughs> okay.
1: Cry you just go I mean yeah after
3: but like you just you just go okay that's fine like yeah cool like you just deal with it that's how it goes you know they don't owe you anything
1: as soon as Erica Marsh got in the car it was obvious what was going to happen as well but it was it was written in the stars Mm -hmm. as they say it was it was that was gonna happen all day every day
2: it was quite nice though i liked it like when um they kissed on the doorstep and when she she said oh i was pretending this was a date and they kissed and then he's like i think we had a great time like i mean that those were like good lines they were funny <laughs> no, I
3: I, like, i'm like i you know i'm i'm happy like mouth kind of gets the girl in that sense but like i just this some stuff and I'm like, what are you doing this is creepy okay <laughs>
1: It, it nearly went into, like, really serious themes because she's like, I, she she phones mm. for the mm-hmm. car um, because the, the people she's hanging out with still from Felix's party. It's all getting a bit too much for her. They're all a bit grabby, as she explains. You know, oh, I've had thought, that exact oh, situation, go? by the way.
3: I've had to leave oh, okay. because of that exact thing. Like, what? yeah, yeah. um I've been at parties and guys are, like, like, physically trying to take like my purse off and stuff, like, like physically messing with me in that way Um, where I just had to like run. And then later other guys, like I would tell them and they'd be like, oh, they're just playing around or whatever. Like, you know, it, it, it being an accepted thing within those circles. So yeah, I've had that happen where you're just like, I need to leave right now because the, you're talking about the vibe like is bad. Something's going to happen hmm. if I don't get away kind of thing. And then you're, you're, it sucks because you're put in a position of like, you're being dramatic, you know, like it's, it's a, it's a really, um, if you are that uncomfortable and then they kind of like, you're being a bitch, like you're being this and that, like, you know, it's so yeah. Like I have definitely been, I, I, every woman I know has been through that.
2: That's horrendous.
3: It's weird. Cause I just, am like, Oh yeah, that happens. <laughs> I don't think twice about it being on the show. Like it, it barely registers. I'm like, Oh yeah, that's happened to me. Like, of course that's happened. Like,
1: it's, it's so strange. Cause we, we had the whole, you know, three white people conversation mm-hmm. and and this, this has come up with me and Simon a couple of times before is that we fully recognize and we fully understand cause we're, you know, we're fairly sensible um we're fairly sensible for the gender that we are, mm-hmm. um, but but we recognise men are stupid oh, and yeah. men are dumb yeah. and, and horrible and do horrible things, and it, it's it's quite, I, I can't explain it. It's it's like a little bit heart wrenching that that it happens and that someone like yourself, Lex, has has lived through that, and probably every person that we've had on the podcast has had some, you know, experience of that, and um I, I I've managed you know i've gone through life without ever having that issue and mm-hmm. and it's it's ridiculous and there's a, there's so much that's happening over here in the news and um i'm sure it, it happens constantly over mm-hmm. in the states with you know girls don't walk home yeah there know, was that story and don't that do... one girl recently. Yeah. yeah and and now it's and now it's like there's so much pushback now which is great that actually guys don't go out fucking Raping, touching, killing, doing—you know—things that you shouldn't be fucking doing, and the, I think it's so. Sometimes it's nice just to have that opposite side of right. the, the spectrum, right. where although we're 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 not the the bad guys, we're we're the guys that understand that men are stupid and we would never do that or be party to that or let that happen yeah. if we were present. But it, it's kind of sometimes it's that nice kind of slap in the face to have someone that has that view and that has experienced that and goes well, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm female. And that's yeah. It's like us, a reminder. Right? It's sort of kind yeah. of a, like a strange little, like blase moment mm-hmm. that you had with it. Oh, you know, this has happened to me, but actually for, I think for me and Simon, it's quite like, fuck. Yeah. Fuck Jesus, this, yeah. This, this happens. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. No, I'm,
3: yeah, that's <laughs> definitely, I, I can understand why to you guys, it would be like, Oh shit, that happened to you too. Like, but you know, it's it's one of those things where you're like no once you start talking about things like you see how many other you know women have dealt with the exact same thing
2: it's one of them things where like we were saying or i was saying about like being ashamed of being white at times it's like you like sometimes i'm ashamed of being a man not that like dom said not that we are men that do do those types of things i'm I'm sure people know that and know that we're good guys and you know you know all of that but it makes you feel like that's what we represent to people that don't know us you know people that see us may think that we are one in the same with these horrible men that perpetrated you know these crimes their crimes like right and uh it's horrific, yeah.
3: I mean, it's the same, it's the same as like the situation where you're like, you're a white person in this position, like, okay, well, then your job is to deal with the other white people, like, your job is to deal mm. with the other men, like, that's yeah, uh, that's you're true. In that that's position, true. instead of being like, oh, I'm you know, like, I'm not like being ashamed of it or whatever, like, instead of being that way just go like okay well then i have a responsibility that's how i view mm. you know being white mm. in my society i'm like okay i have a responsibility to learn and then to fucking do something especially when it's people closest to me that i can actually affect their change because like they love me so if they're you know if like your grandma's being racist well deal with your fucking grandma you know i, I <laughs> whatever the the person <laughs> yeah.
0: may be
2: yeah, it's like it's not, it, you You have to actively be anti-racist and yes. it's like you have to actively be um, anti-douchebaggery, yeah. man, you know, or anti, you know, what, you know. Being yeah, a feminist, Yeah, completely. Yeah, yeah like. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Be, be protective mm-hmm. as well. Like my, my my nature would always, I would I would hate to have someone feel like they would have to cross the street because they they couldn't mm-hmm. they didn't feel safe enough to to walk past me or anything like that because mm. my you, you know i i feel like my nature in general is is protective and protective of people and it, you know it helps that i've trained for 20 years in a martial art yeah to, to also be able to be able to protect people but they don't know yeah. that and and that's that's the that's the scary element is that they they don't know that i would i would do that yeah. for anyone um um
3: I totally but get that. that. I feel that way about. Would,
1: would feel like they'd I feel the strength, that in particular
3: yeah. about like women I'm around and stuff. I'm like, I want to, you mm. know, make sure you're safe and everything like that. I'm like, I'm also five two. <laughs> I'm
0: also <laughs>
1: tiny. Yes, uh, I I have the high yeah. issue too. <laughs>
2: well, uh, yeah, they don't actually spend too much time on it in the show. They do kind of just brush it over, um, and. Uh, but yeah, I think that's yeah, the, This is time.
3: why I thought
1: they'd, they'd make a bit more. I think of that's it. a time. It would, be, yeah. it would be more of an agenda. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. I
3: think it would be more of a thing now, if they did that mm. story.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, I I totally agree. I think if they were if this was being written mm-hmm. today, Erica would have had a slightly more serious yeah. issue, and and it, it 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 would there would have been some sort of escalation, and maybe mouth would have mouth and um brick. Brooke would have taken on that protective position and gone, we need to do something about this. Yeah. Mm. You know, malphoning the police and Brooke, yeah. you know, punching teeth in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> for real. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I agree. They definitely, yeah, would have done more with it. Um, and potentially, I don't want to speak too much, but potentially later seasons of One Tree Hill would have been more inclined to do more of it as mm-hmm. well. I think the show shifts into being more aware um ironically because of famously what was happening behind the scenes you know so
3: yeah Yeah. i think that was just changing the time too
2: yeah yeah for sure so that kind of ends that's kind of the end of that um that brooke's ending is that she lucas has gone and stashed the shreddings Mm -hmm. from the last episode from Dan's office in his closet at Karen's house and Brooke is sort of piecing it together which to me would feel like an absolute nightmare I would hate to do that Dom you're the type I know you you have the patience you would you would get that done wouldn't
1: you? <laughs> I'd probably enjoy it as well, which is, which is, Same. which is worse. Yeah. Because sick. Um, puzzle. You're sick. Like, <laughs> I'd be like, I'm doing a puzzle. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, fun. Puzzling, yeah. I'm just puzzling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Winston. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you think it's going to look
0: like? Oh, uh,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's in <on> the box. Oh, <laughs> uh,
2: Simon, you need to watch me yeah. yeah. go. I don't know.
1: where You need to watch you go is when you go that's
2: i was so just funny. smiling i was like look at them enjoying themselves
1: just... that's what we're gonna podcast we're gonna podcast oh new god girls.
3: yes that's what we're gonna do absolutely That'll i what
1: love you simon simon will be the the new girl mm. novice. love it <laughs> okay so
2: that kind of wraps brooke um let's talk about Peyton and ye in her bedroom at least at least yes that's a Whoa, sentence what a way to bring it up at least uh that's what she said but at least that uh, <laughs> at least they were self-aware right at least why yeah. you're saying should i be in your room the pta would have a lot to say about this yeah um and you know the broken doorbell or the fact that no she never answers the door they bring that up again mm-hmm. um but it's a nice conversation he basically he's been to see jake and he's saying that you know that jenny is in florida with lex lex was looking after yeah. jenny for those yeah. couple of weeks now, how jenny. was she yeah, yeah. okay i she actually was thought it was honestly jenny.
3: a little bit annoying but you do yeah
2: <laughs> was she always <laughs> trying to you eat keys. your keys ah. yeah yeah <laughs> Stone in the snow, stone in the snow. <laughs> stone in the snow. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to make Stone in the Snow. Who are we gonna have in it? Did we say Hilary Burton? Hilary Burton, yeah, it's
3: clearly the star. I don't okay. Know who else
2: would
1: be in it? But... <laughs> and Bethany Jones. Yeah. yeah. As the snowman. <laughs> Directed by
2: Paul Johansson.
1: Mm, yeah. Definitely.
2: Written by us.
1: Love it. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait.
2: <laughs> okay. I'm going to pitch it in 2025. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, what do we think about this, about this scene, why he, he sits on the bed?
1: He Well, he says, can we sit down? And she says, yeah, I really, Oops. I really wish he'd kind of said something along the lines of um, like, I haven't been in a teenager's bedroom since <laughs> I was a teenager. You know, something like that. That that would have been that would have been really like quite good, quite good, I think. But yeah, they they were very aware of kind of the surroundings and the, the immediate awkwardness of like there's a quite an old teacher in my room. Right. It's very strange. But they've also had a connection like before. A nice... Like
3: they've had conversations yes. before. I love their dynamic. I love how she has reached out to him in the past, and yeah, so.
1: And Jake's advice of "you won't answer the door if I ring mm-hmm. the bell or knock," so I'm just gonna come yeah. in, say what I gotta say, and I'm getting yeah. out of it. <laughs> but but fair play, you know. Yeah, he has. He's taken Jenny. He's you know party to a crime. Yeah, it, it's a bit strange, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a bit of a kind of a strange sideline for me because you. I always see, Whitey as the very sort of straight laced kind of knowledgeable guy and but he's gone and done something that he he feels is right so i think that's it's fair enough i, but it, it was still I mean
3: we have to be honest that everything that everyone is doing with the jenny storyline is very irrational <laughs> like yes <laughs> like if you go to the judge and tell the judge the story of nikki having jenny like they'll probably give you that baby back within like 24 hours or whatever or there's going to be someone checking in because yeah. clearly you two are children not being able to handle it like you know I I just...
2: Where are Jake's parents? Yeah. So they would give custody to the parents, to Jake's parents. Right, they always go with family or... first
3: for situations There's, like
2: that. A, a joint custody between Jake's parents and Nikki's parents, something like that. They and then when then they, they can Jake's take parents. over when they're older. Yeah, they would yeah. probably
3: do Jake's parents because they're right there. Like, you know, they're accessible. Um, yeah, it's just like, it's it's weird. You know, if I was an adult, one of the adults in this situation... I'd be like, Jake, I'm going to help you. Like, don't, you know,
1: don't send your baby to
3: Florida or whatever, you know, like your <laughs>
1: random ass but, weird moves. And I said in the lo- in the last episode, you know, the way he was arrested. Yeah. You know, he, he goes and hands himself in and says, there's a warrant out for yeah. my arrest. And then you have got a detective and he's got his gun in mm-hmm. his, you know, little holder. And he's they they've handcuffed him and there's two cops holding him and they were one step away from slamming him against yeah. the desk, you know, and just screaming in his face, you know, that sort of thing. It was just ridiculous. Uh, the whole thing is is which ridiculous is very thing. accurate like to American policing, scenario.
3: but that's a separate thing aside. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh well, yeah, 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 there's a, yeah, <laughs> yeah a bit of brutality, yeah. um, <laughs> but it's. Um, I just think the whole storyline is is just getting a bit. It's running away. From reality a little That's bit. It's a little there. bonkers just yeah a little bit. Yeah <laughs> bonk what a great word. Yeah. <laughs> <Bonkers. laughs> what Dom? is that simon, simon no I wanna I wanna ask you, Simon, mm-hmm. this the 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 Peyton uh Whitey scenario, you you're at home, you're just chilling out, and some old geezer walks into your bedroom completely unexpected. What are you saying?
2: Hello, mate.
1: All right, geese
2: I'd say, why have you not got any trousers on? <laughs> uh, no, I'd say, um, hello... Please, may we continue this dialogue downstairs in the living room or dining room or kitchen or potentially outside and I'll speak to you from my door and you stand at the end of the driveway (laughs) while I hold a taser (laughs) that if you come close, I I will put it into your neck. I would have stood in the doorway. And make sure that your gruff is electrocuted.
3: I would have stood in the doorway the whole time. I would have just been like, I'm good here. Peyton, you can sit wherever. I, I I don't care. I'll stay here.
1: All it would have needed was a Hey by the yeah. way. But it... or any chance we could, you know, pop downstairs to the kitchen, I'll make you a cup of coffee. Yeah. That sort of thing. Yeah, yeah but, but yeah, let's make it very odd. Yeah. They obviously didn't have enough yeah. to make other rooms that day.
2: <laughs> and it's kind of just like the meta joke, the inside joke. It also reminds me of that episode of Boy Meets World when um when uh ben savage's brother in real life comes in fred savage uh-huh. right Is it fred savage from yeah. the wonder years yeah. uh and uh he sits in topanga's room and it's the whole thing do you remember in the college years yeah
3: great how episode. he how he like sexually harasses her
2: yeah okay yeah. i wasn't laughing at that part though, okay, you just took <laughs> i was just saying it was a great episode i mean I just... yeah yeah it
3: wow. was the whole thing. <laughs> Wow.
2: <laughs> Topanga was everyone's first crush, though, am I right? She
3: was, yeah.
1: Dom? Sure. What? Uh, I think, uh, is it Kelly from Save by the Birds? Oh, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's
2: right. Oh, yeah. Come on. Oh, yeah. Come on. Uh-huh. Come on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Overruled. <laughs>
1: Overruled. Oh.
2: Hello, mate.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Hi, mate.
0: <laughs> I don't know why that's
2: funny, but it is. I don't know. It just is. It's such a British thing. It's like there's no H on the hello. It's hello, mate. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, dear.
2: Okay, so have you got any more predictions or anything
1: else to say, Dom? Um... No not really <laughs> no i uh, i um, I think my Dan and Deb prediction is is kind of like the the big thing to building up to the end of the season. Nathan with some sort of injury, this will be the resurgence of like Haley will return after finding out that he's hurt, and it will be the reconnection of Naley it will bring them back close together. Cooper's going to become a regular. Um, for a while at least and a potential replacement for someone for a little while that person will then reappear but he'll be like settled as a character then so maybe Mick Keith's not been in it so maybe he's filling in that Keith gap that void for now you have to have a weird uncle around somewhere so he's kind of filling in that gap um, I don't really have much to say I think Erica Mouth will probably just we'll see date number two in the next episode um Brooke and Lucas are getting closer. Peyton is getting further away from everyone. So she's going back to beginning a season one kind of Peyton. All sort of sad and lonely. But hopefully, you know, something will snap her out of that again. I'm just not sure what. Uh, Jake being in prison, I'm not sure that's going to last for much longer. And yeah, there's there's something about Andy and Karen that I find quite, I'm very unsure about the pair. And I've said this before, that I actually don't think Andy is one for the remaining seasons. I don't think he's got the full nine in him, or the the eight.
2: He hasn't got the legs for it.
1: (laughs) He hasn't got the legs for it. He ain't looking looking strong enough for the whole game. Um, But I kind of think he's maybe a see out another season, maybe get through season four and drop out season five. But... I don't know. There's just something about their relationship that I find a little bit tense whenever I see them together. Like Karen's not fully invested. She even says I miss Keith like earlier on in, in this episode and makes a makes a big point of it. So I don't know what's gonna happen there. It just feels a bit strange watching those two. There's something not quite right about the relationship.
2: Okay. That's it. We'll, That's all I got. We'll find <laughs> out. Lex, do you have any final thoughts on this episode before we go into Judgment Land? No. No ready for judgment (laughs) then let's move into judgment land but before we do that if you enjoy this content and come on of course you do hello mate remember (laughs) snow in the stone that's a movie we're making you can be in it all our patrons are going to be in it 2025 we're going to film it in wilmington (laughs) if you enjoy it then check out our patreon ravenshoops.net why dom because basketballs go through hoops and lex they also go through nets ravens dot net let's talk about our judgments let's talk about what we think <laughs> let's judge people lex let's start with you who was your favorite performer of this episode
3: okay that was difficult because the chad michael murray scene was really really good but Barbara was also rude. So I kind of go back and forth. Deb Deb was... Had like both serious stuff going on and was funny in this episode. i have to go with, with Barbara. I, I feel like
2: going. your first overcame you there. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what happened?
3: Yes. <laughs> Did... No. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no comment no comment Dom
1: your performer Um, well, Matt big shout out to uh, Barbara Allen Woods I thought this was she was fantastic in this episode and I, I really thought at the beginning it was going to be a poor episode for Deb but it got better and better and better and, and she's kind of a mixture of like amusing to shameful to powerful to hard hitting and all of those and you know drug riddled at the same time so well done to her but f- for whatever reason not saying it, his performance was necessarily better he just stood out more for me it's going to kieran hutchinson for me you love him what about you you love Karma. you love <laughs>
0: <him>. <laughs> L- you do you,
1: like? <laughs> <laughs> you believe in Karma. I believe in karma. <laughs>
2: you call that karma? <laughs> this is karma. <con.
1: laughs> I see you played knifey spoony before. <laughs>
2: Love that. Uh I am going to go with my boy. My big man. My shrine. My paper mache head. Chad Michael Murray. Just for that reaction he <laughs> yeah, took It was no. really
3: good. <laughs> Yeah,
2: it 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 was so good I, that part, and that, that's probably the most memorable uh, scene for me in in this episode. If I was to think back of this episode, I'd think of that part. Um, so I'm going to give it to him. What about your favorite character, Lex?
3: Nathan. Yeah, I think that this is a Nathan episode, and James did great. Like that, there's nothing taking away from his performance by not picking him for performer, but. Yeah, I think this is a really great episode for Nathan. Gr- not great as in what happens, but great as in, like, <laughs> interesting.
1: Nice. Dog. Nathan, Nathan ends up in the side of a wall. See <laughs> <laughs> <Team> Nathan! <laughs> Yay! Go, <laughs> yeah. Askar. Um, well, I actually... it's it's almost tied it's very difficult for me to pick very difficult for me to pick between um andy and dan Mm. for this episode um but i'm gonna go different i'm gonna pick dan uh uh, like it was andy 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 but i now think dan has edged it ever so slightly as just for his pure evil and i can't wait to see kind of where he's gonna go because he's kind of lost all those connections so very excited uh what about you, for your favourite character?
2: It's gonna be Dan as well. Same reason the Sprinklers got me. The yeah. Sprinklers got yeah. me. He
3: is wonderfully <laughs> wonderfully evil in this episode. Just an asshole. It's it's fun. I get it.
2: <laughs> it's in the way that you you're rooting for him, really. Like and that's difficult to do. It's difficult to have a villain that you want to be villainous, you know, and he does that so
1: well. Yeah, agree. Uh, oh can i just draw attention to one thing just um peyton pulling out the the names from her book it was like it looked like an address book and it was all her the people that have like Mm -hmm. come and gone and Mm -hmm. she looks at the traffic lights and it's like everybody leaves and i just i thought that one particular moment where nothing was said but it was quite it was it was quite sort of like powerful acting and and a really good scene so just like a a little nod to that as well
2: Yeah, good point. Good point. What about your favorite background performer, Lex? Someone with one line or less?
3: I just like, it's one of the car, one of the random car guys. I'm just like, putting on tires or whatever. <laughs> like, that's what I think of when I think of NASCAR too. I'm like, there's just some random dude that all his job is is just to put on this one tire, the front <laughs> left tire. And he's like, D-d-d-d. cool. Like, that's it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. He just takes care of that tire. Yeah. Love that. Yeah, car guy. Dumb. <laughs> uh
1: my mine is actually like a, a little collection of background performers because in <laughs> in the UK, our our healthcare service is, is, is fairly stretched at the moment. Um uh, like most of the time to be honest. Um, but it it would like when you watch shows like this, you you seem to get this idea that a team of about nine people will push one bed yeah. <laughs> uh, in, a, in, in, a, in a hospital and you think, what the, how does this happen now? Is this just not even possible? You go to, you go to your local A&E like here, which is like your ER mm. and you will just see one person pushing about seven beds. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, they'll just be coming back and forward, you know, pushing patients around because there's literally no one else working in this hospital. Um, and I'm going to go for that little team pushing Nathan and on the bed if that's okay is that allowed yeah i can pick one no that's fine there's one there's one in a beautiful white lab coat <laughs> which is always great you know because that's that's what all all doctors wear yes. all the time yeah so. always yes
2: <laughs> mine was the, you, mine was the same mine was what just one of the people in that was pushing in the hospital so yeah <laughs> so you have one i have the other no. we'll just call it all of them nice what about your favorite line of the episode legs
3: uh, the, the, like, honey. What, oh, God, what was it? The exact quote. I actually just had oh, it. Oh,
2: yeah. Sorry. The, I, the kettle.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just closed it. That's why. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, it was, and this is one of the reasons why I was like, God, I had to pick her. Um... Like, why are you putting honey in it to make sure it sticks? Anyway, that's that's my line. What did you guys pick?
2: That's 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 a great one, Dom.
1: Well, <laughs> I really really enjoyed. Well, well, my wife, the lawn gnome. <laughs> that was that was a really good line. Um, but I think, I think it's <laughs> it's Andy into Dan. When Andy says, uh, "May I ask what you're doing in my classroom?" and he just goes, "What?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just that that moment alone, I think wins it for me. So that's that's what I'm going to go for. Um, what about you, Simon?
2: Mine is uh, the from that same seat. That's yeah, that is a great line. <laughs> the way he delivers it like auditing, <laughs> of course. Yeah, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. <Why else? laughs>
2: uh, I like uh in that same scene he says uh let's call her Sharon.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shout out to Randy. Yeah, and it's all about the delivery same on that idea.
3: one too. Like, let's call her yeah. yeah.
2: That
1: that's a new that's a new shirt for the uh for the store Randy and Sharon. I'd quite like that to be to be made next bobble and squint and then randy and sharon randy please. and
2: sharon yeah that's good yeah and can, and can we also get um stone in the snow t-shirt as well <laughs> yeah starry hillary burton We
3: might get sued yes. for that one Bethany somehow Jennings. but worth we'll change the names billy <laughs>
1: <Stone> in... <laughs>
2: i really want to i really want to see like a I wish I could do Photoshop properly. I, I want to see a mocked-up movie poster for it. Maybe one of the, the listeners Then Someone out there. Yes. I'll
1: see what I can do. I'll see what I can do. Have I ever shown you... Oh, let me see
2: if I can find it. Tahani knows what is up. You know what you need to do, <laughs> Tahani. I know you can hear me, Tahani. And you know what we need you to do. Stone <laughs> in the snow.
1: This is... I don't know if you can see this properly, but this is... This is, I I edited this picture. That's <laughs> that that's someone. the person in the middle is meant to be Ron Weasley, obviously. But it's someone I used to work <laughs> with, and that's their. I I, I edited. Ah, oh, no, it's a monkey. I, that's their. That's their name as well. I won't read their name out, but that's their name and the Chamber of Secrets. Yeah, that's good. And I I managed to edit this whole poster. So I'm, I'm going to give it a go
2: with Stone in the Snow. Excellent. Oh, yeah, and that's there's a monkey. a monkey in bed.
1: <laughs> there's a monkey. Ooh keep that in as well oh there's a monkey oh, definitely <laughs>
2: okay so then also <laughs> um, <laughs> wait oh, weird podcast <laughs> okay uh, favourite song of the episode Lex uh,
3: Like a Man Possessed The Get Up Kids mm. yeah that was it yeah. was so well done with matching up with the show perfectly and they edited around it worked well
2: yeah Dom
1: uh, there were there were three that were really notable. Um, so there was "Sun's Gonna Rise" yeah. by Citizen Cope. Mm-hmm. Um right at the beginning, or well near the beginning. Is actually the the song that they were driving around the track to um, "Sucker Train Blues" by Velvet Revolver, which is basically half of Guns and Roses. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm going to pick that as my favourite song. But also a shout out to the song playing in the hospital, um, which is by Damien i'd say jurado but Gerardo. Ooh. um yeah but yeah the the velvet revolver song i think i'll pick as my favorite for the episode simon uh... <laughs> that's yours that's,
2: that's that's how uh dom's dad says my name yeah. <laughs> <It's>
1: called... Simon. it <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: God, <have> I? <laughs> uh I would say yeah, like a man possessed. Yeah, that was my one. There's such a iconic moment in One Tree Hill for me anyway, um yeah. the way it's shot, all of it. Um okay, and then last but not least, the precious, precious rating. So we all know how this goes. We're all going to say our number after three at the same time, and then we would debate to to narrow it down to a final number. But before we do that, without telling me the number, Lex, did you have a number in mind before we started having this conversation? No, no, I
3: didn't.
2: Okay, but, okay, I've never had that answer before, well, but you I, have one. I,
3: no, 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 I mean, I okay, let me rephrase that. <laughs> I had a number. I wasn't on, expecting it's that. It's funny because I, num- I, I have a number on the... The One Tree Hill, or I'm sorry, the river court scale of like one to five. That I right. I was, but like you can kind of convert.
2: <laughs> okay, well, did did the impact of this conversation increase, decrease, what you were thinking as it impacted your number? Or...
3: Um, maybe increase
1: a little bit, maybe a little bit.
2: Mm. Yeah. Okay, and Dom, did you have a number? I had a number. Increase, decrease.
1: It has increased Ooh. by one. Ooh.
2: Wow. I had a number, it stayed the same, I knew what it was gonna be, and I'm ready. Here... We
1: all know what that's gonna be.
2: <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> one, two, three, nine. Eight. Nine.
1: Oh <laughs> Wow. This is this is rare that this happens I, that uh I'm not that, gonna that, fight the guest has over a this stuff, lower number.
3: because I will say that I I was thinking in like the scale of like I said one to five it would be a four so like eight or nine is is right there like that's why I would say oh yeah like it increased a little bit like would it be like eight and a half you know so yeah I mean a nine that's completely like it's it's so good I think that these last couple episodes of the season are the best. This this tail end of this season is the best that season two has to offer, in my opinion.
2: Well, Lex, are you gonna hang around? Because in fifteen minutes we're about to watch the next one.
3: I can't. I'm
1: sorry.
2: Then leave now. <laughs> then leave now. How dare you? No, I can't. Jaking.
1: Maria. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear.
2: Well, we were about to watch the next episode, which is going to be really good. I'm looking forward to Dom's reaction I know, to it. I'm excited but... about listening to
3: the podcast on that too.
2: Uh,
1: why, why did you give it a nine, Simon? You didn't explain why you gave it
2: a nine. Uh, it's just that I, I think that season two has been a little bit mu- muddled at times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Luna's having dreams in the background. Um, and
1: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start doing that every now and then. Just go. <laughs>
2: Uh yeah I think season 2 at times has been a bit muddled and uh this is like they found their focus again and it's like okay we're going to focus in and have some finish with pure drama for the last few episodes and uh it's like they've got real clear direction and so and they started to execute it in this episode and I thought that it was really well paced I liked the the action the performances so yeah this one is a uh, is a is a nine for me.
0: Yeah,
3: and, and I Dom? I'd agree that that iconic like imagery of the crash in that segment is like that makes it a high rated episode on its own too.
2: For sure, and Dom, what was your reasoning?
1: Uh, it was an eight for me, but like as we talked about it and went through it, there's definite elements that I'd even missed or hadn't quite realize that that definitely emphasize and highlight how good the episode is and this episode is very much reflective of season one and it's kind of like they've taken elements from season one put it here in season two and have made it a bit better um which is the first time they've, they've done that in, in all of season two because you know exactly like you guys said it's been a bit of a mishmash this season but we're, we're getting to a point now where it feels like kind of the, the climax of the season and I'm looking forward to kind of that cliffhanger we get to episode 22 and there's going to be that cliffhanger. There's going to be Deb nearly dying and Dan having to make that decision as to whether to save her or not.
2: We will see. No comment, my friend. No comment. (laughs) Well, excellent. If you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, please help us out. Rate, review, subscribe. It helps other One Tree Hill fans discover the podcast. Uh, You can hit us up on social media, Dom.
1: Uh, at the Ravens... I can't remember it. Oh, my God. At the Ravens podcast. At, at the Ravens...
2: Yeah, links b- the Links Ravens? are below. <laughs> links are below. Don't worry. What, Just What click... is it? No, I've... I haven't said it for so long. At Ravens podcast.
1: At Ravens podcast on Instagram. Yeah. And there's there's more social media involved, but I'm not allowed to look at any of it. So.
2: <laughs> <laughs> We've also got the Mighty Ravens. The link will be below for that. So Dom runs that, and that's got all of our other podcasts on it. You can catch more of Lex at Lex and Matt's Excellent Adventure, as well as Cape Side Chats, Dawson's Creek Podcast. Episode two will be coming soon. I've got a couple more episodes of Probably Dawson's Creek like, to go. The next
3: two weeks or so. Yeah.
2: So we'll be on to that. So, uh, yeah. Um, anything else to add, Lex, before we get out of here? No. Thanks
1: for having
2: me on. Dom?
1: I uh, just want to say thank you to Lex. Lex, you is superstar, love talking to you. <laughs> thank you. It, it, you always bring out, you always bring out a, a different angle that we don't consider, and it's it's always a great conversation. So thank you very much, and thank you thank for you. your time.
2: Yeah, I totally agree. That's a great way to put it. Uh, before we go anywhere, we gotta get our ravens chant in. Should we go in just standard accents, or do we want to go into a different accent?
3: What is the uh, the New Zealander like? What would it be? Yeah. Ravens.
1: I was thinking we got to pick. We got to. We got to pick karma, right? We got the karma ravens. The ravens. <laughs> <laughs> this
2: is perfect. All right, lead us in, Dom. Are,
1: are you ready? We've got ravens on three. Oh yeah. One. Yeah. Two. Yeah. Three. Yeah.
0: Ravens. ravens.
1: <laughs> We have to put disclaimers out. Apologies to anyone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, terrible, terrible. Sorry. <laughs>